0: Okay, spoiler alert on my review, guys. This movie's going to be extremely clip-heavy. Well, I would assume so. Because if it can't be fucked to tell the story without narration and voiceover, Uh I can't be fucked to do the notes without using it. I'm so lost the whole way through this film. I feel like your mother-in-law who sits in a movie and wants you to tell her everything that's going on because she can't pay attention to what's happening. happening. Yeah, that lady. And I'm not saying Matt's specific mother-in-law or Lee's specific (laughs) mother-in-law or even, say, my mother-in-law. I'm just saying, Gentle listener, maybe not your mother-in-law. Yeah. That family member might be your wife. Mm-hmm. Might be a child that just wanders into the room and wants you to explain everything that's going on. It might mm-hmm. be your wife
1: who fell asleep watching a Harry Potter movie, then halfway through is asking you all about what happened in the first half of the Harry Potter
0: movie. And yeah. why is Dumbledore suddenly dead? And then spoiler alert. Oh. <laughs> <Hi-yo>. uh, <laughs> Can yeah, we talk yeah, about those films? That's much better than this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then towards the end of that Harry Potter film, you have no idea what's going on in the ending because. You spent all this time explaining to her what that first half of the movie is about. That feeling of
0: befuddlement, frustration, and anger that you have to go through it all again just to understand what's going on. That's Night Train to Terror, folks. (laughs)
2: There you go. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence
3: would do well to cover their ears right about now.
4: Garbage, people.
5: Cinema Sire. My personal view is that it's nauseating, disgusting, degrading, ghastly,
3: speedy, fire violistic, and generally nauseating. They are unbelievably nauseating.
6: regard them as disgusting, nasty, horrible, without any kind of merit. I just do not believe that any allegedly cultural activity which strikes at the roots of culture is to be applauded. They represent nothing, to my mind, enduring, decent or worthwhile. I just do not believe they contribute anything worthwhile to inflict themselves upon society at large.
2: I would like to see somebody very, very large, exceedingly deep hole and drop the whole nugget off down it. You know, I think uh, the whole world will be vastly improved by their token as utter non-existence.
5: P-S-R-O-P-S! Cinema PsyOps
7: with hawk and Matt.
0: Hello, and welcome aboard the night train. Your next stop is, of course, Terror. I will be your night porter. And joining me in formal wear, or at least what he considers formal wear, which is a Hawaiian shirt and a suit jacket, is Matt. Fuck you. That work for the time. It never worked for any time. You just tried it so hard that you thought it would work. I did put a bow tie on my penis, so now I'm formal. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That is the smallest bow
0: tie I've ever ah. seen in
1: my life. It <laughs> can't be because of my
0: humongous balls. micro penis. Time drop the humongous ball <laughs>
1: <laughs> god damn
0: it yeah that sucked huh <laughs> fuck. the only way out of this from the
8: they must be destroyed on site
0: podcast we've got guesting with us the most polite man in canada it's lee russell what's up oh jesus don't say that
9: um <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry about that sorry about that uh yeah really sorry uh <laughs> fuck I, I only got three things to say i am flattered i am honored and space truckers.
0: You got me on my game tonight. I gotta, I gotta keep up with you here. Yeah, <laughs> Matt's. That, just that might be excited. the
9: only one I pull. So you know,
0: we may or yeah. may not because of that's the, not
9: the only thing I'm
0: pulling. Pulling it just to pull it. All right, so we're gonna be hopping aboard the night train to terror, which is a movie stack Jenga pick. So Ooh. Lee and Ooh. I are equally to blame for this yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah, right? Wow. The sad thing is, is I knew what this film was gonna be when I bought it.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: yet I, you know? I, I bought it anyway. Uh. <laughs> Why did I do it? Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like. <laughs>
2: With me. <laughs> dance with dance with me. Oh
1: no,
0: you yeah. got the clip. Yeah, I pulled that okay. out. I kind of like it. Dance with me,
2: dance with me, yeah, oh, dance with me, dance with like- me.
0: After I do the notes yesterday, <laughs> yeah. I'm hanging out with my wife. We're watching TV, just chilling, and I go to make a snack for us. Uh-huh. Next thing I know, I'm, dance with me, dance <laughs> with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, motherfucker, nitrate, that's the terror! No! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's
1: yeah. the terror part!
0: That's the terror that the nitrate rides upon, absolutely. So yes, Lee and I are both are equally to blame. And I think even when you picked it, Lee, you said, oh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> what a wonderful episode that'll make or oh, something yeah. like
9: that. I-, I went down this rabbit hole. Oh, a long long time ago and I'm glad I can pull somebody else into it now.
0: I knew full well ahead of time that it was definitely going to be bad whenever we picked it just because.
9: <laughs> yeah, this movie has so many terrible things and so many exquisite things. It's 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 like, uh, you know, you open the puzzle box in Hellraiser, you know? You're looking for the ultimate pleasure, but you're also getting the ultimate pain at the same time.
1: Well, there're only two good things here for me. If <laughs> That you were gonna jump on that. Number, I knew ahead of time. And number two is uh is bull. Man. It, it, <laughs> it Bull's really fucked up. Alright,
0: so that's that's the review, right guys? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Alright, thank yeah. you so much, Lee from
8: They Must Be Destroyed on Site for joining us here on the show,
0: everybody. Have a good week. Yeah,
8: have a good Great. night <laughs>
0: Well, Lee yeah. took out his time. Yeah. We, we should really do the show. What do you think? All right. And he didn't even get to promote his podcast.
8: They must be destroyed on site.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know. Is that from Dawn of the Dead? Yes, it yes. absolutely yes. is. Yes, is. And That's so is his thought. avatar for Skype there. Oh, yes, That's he the is. guy who shouts it. So. Yeah. And I believe you guys were using that for your main artwork for the show for a long time, weren't you, Lee? Still is. Yep. Okay. Still, yep. I know that some of the episodes have like little special artwork that you guys make and everything. We don't do that. Hey, no.
9: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you guys do so much more on the uh, uh, audio production in than we do. We we just do the really bad MS Paint uh production. <laughs> so.
0: If it ends up being a result that works, it's not bad MS Paint. It's just yeah. done in MS Paint.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> hey, all I know is if there's a zombie apocalypse, I want a big bearded guy with an eye patch telling me to kill them all on sight. Oh
0: yeah,
9: I mean he he, he wants to use the nuclear option. So I mean,
1: uh, fuck it, let's do
0: it. Yeah. Uh-huh. The only way to be sure we're is done. to nuke the surface from space. Yeah,
1: we're we're yeah. that close already, aren't we? I mean, we're not that far. Pretty
0: from nuke and everything well before that mm. actually happens and the world ends yeah. let's i mean Lee's taking time out here let's let him promote his podcast of course in case people haven't heard of
8: they must be destroyed on site
9: please tell us all about your show lee okay so my podcast is called they must be destroyed on site if you hadn't already heard um <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie podcast of course and my co-host daniel and i sort of came to the conclusion that it's basically the projection booth without the budget the production values, the interviews, the research. So it's pretty much that. It's like we basically just do whatever the fuck we feel like doing whatever given week. We have no real set format as far as genres or anything like that. But um, we do tend to cover a lot of horror and cult films and and things of that nature. So um, that's that. And there's also a sub-podcast to it called Blood on the Tracks, which I do myself, covering uh, movie soundtracks and scores. So uh, if you're interested in that, you might want to even just check that out and skip the the movie podcast altogether.
0: I would not recommend skipping the movie podcast. I don't think you give yourselves enough credit. Everybody on that show is the most eloquent, well-spoken, at the most drunkest I've ever heard a person in my <laughs> life. Like the shows were uh, particularly you and, um, is it Paul that's in Pittsburgh? Yeah, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the, the shows that you and Paul do where you're both drinking on the air and you hear it as the episode progresses because you're just basically going in order and drinking at the whole time. By the right. end of the episode, when you guys are super- Super slurry and like Busby Berkeley. And at the point where Matt and I would be like, fuck you, I'm gonna punch your face with your face. Yes. You, fuck you. You go fuck you. You go fuck you.
1: You go fuck you.
0: Meanwhile, he's still like got his shit together and he's like, yeah, it's an excellent film. And, and by the way, might I add, this is a wonderful cognac that I just drank two and a half bottles of. And I'm like, how are you not dead and how could you speak that well? But they do it on the show, folks. You gotta hear it. They well,
8: we have- must be destroyed on sight. Comes highly I love
9: recommended. That. <laughs> (laughs) I love that guy. I love that guy. Uh, We have the good luck of actually not being in the same room together, so we'd never get in fistfights. So, uh,
0: although you guys have had a few arguments, but it's one of those like Skype battle type things. So, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So we've kind of gone through it, and we're we're trying to delay the inevitable here, but we're gonna we're gonna have to do it, guys. We're gonna do what? We're gonna have to cover Night Train to Terror. I don't know what that is. Well, does this ring a bell?
1: You mean the hour and thirty-three minutes of life I'll never get back for something that had no point whatsoever? <laughs> yes, That's, what I'm what I'm that say- was the title of the movie I thought it was. <laughs> what I'm saying is.
2: Dance with me, dance with me. Dance with me.
0: But where's Mama at? I don't know. She was thrown from the train hours ago. (laughs) Yeah, Archie just jumped off. (laughs) Lucky Mama. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. While we go look for Mama, who was apparently thrown from the night train to terror, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo from Lee's Excellent Podcast.
8: They must be destroyed on sight.
0: And when we come back, we'll have a little bit of music from the film.
9: You know the song I'm talking about. There's only one. And the trailer. Hey. So take a dose of
8: They must be destroyed on sight
9: As needed And let the hosts Lee Russell Daniel Harper Paul Romali And the odd guest host Cure what ails you. Warning May cause atrophy African consumption Black fever Bone shave Chin puff Colic Cramp colic Dropsy of the brain Elephantitis grocers' itch Jaundice Mania Miasma Mortification Palsy pox disease Rheumatism Scurvy St. Anthony's fire Summer complaint And worm fit in some people Consult a physician before listening
0: Five minutes. Oh, uh, when I was doing the review for the movie, uh-huh. I recorded every segment you. of the song that they did <laughs> yeah. and you then I melded bastard. it together into one big mega dance with me, dance with me song. Have I ever told you how brave oh. you are? How brave I am? Yeah. I don't know if I'm brave or if I'm just psychotic.
1: You might, you're might some kind of machinist. <laughs> are you trying to say masochist? Oh yeah. There, are you happy? I am very happy.
9: <laughs> well, that, that song not only serves as great padding for the film, it also serves as great padding for the podcast. So it's a win win really.
0: Well and also I would also like to invite you to dance
2: with me, dance with me. Yeah. If you would, Lee.
1: <laughs> and I want everyone to know, every time he plays that, I legit dance too. <laughs> we
4: both. <laughs> That's the worst part, part of it.
1: Dancing every time he plays it, we are dancing, and it's two Job
0: of oh. the hut looking motherfuckers <laughs> doing white man dancing like oh. you wouldn't believe. Oh, so bad. Uh, yeah,
9: <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna hurt so many people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is going to be a podcast equally as painful we, to listen to as the movie is to watch. If, if you've watched Ooh.
1: if you watched the movie, Courtney make those kids look like they have rhythm. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) you mean the
9: cast of breaking three
4: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah
9: you know what i think
0: has rhythm guys what's that this trailer the earth
1: is mine out of pity i
5: cast you down on earth don't push me i'll
0: open the gates of
5: hell
7: saw Greta in one of Young Meyer's movies. It was love at first sight. Glenn had to find her.
10: There is only one master, and his name is Satan! I know,
7: I know where it is. I know.
2: Come up, Mr. Bobini.
0: What is your name?
2: In the eyes of God, I command you to tell me your name! I am Ishtar. Be there.
0: <laughs> Be there because yeah. somebody has to watch this. <laughs> and B-squared at the same time. Yeah, something yep. like that. Now, Lee, have you guys covered this on...
8: They must be destroyed on sight!
0: By any chance? No. Um, no, I,
9: no, I have not,
1: your, he wants to save that kind of horribleness for this show. Not, yeah, not for I, his I, good I, show. We've earned it. <laughs>
9: uh, I, I didn't want to subject uh, Daniel and Paul to this quite this soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> they're too young. They are, are actually we're getting too old for it, I think, at this point. <laughs> I
0: think I may either be too young or too old. There's a sweet spot in this film that I just think that I may be either right below it or just too I think far you, past you it. You have
1: to be 16 and three quarters and you can enjoy this movie. <laughs> exactly 16 and three quarters? Exactly 16 three quarters. It's a small ass window.
0: Coincidentally, if the film were parts of 16, I enjoyed exactly three quarters of it. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not yeah. in a row. Like, It wasn't no, all yeah, three. No, like, no. no. <laughs> it was like, Fragments <laughs> yeah. that came to a total. Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, three quarters. Yeah. Club, Matt, man. I know you're trying to delay this, but oh. it's time. All right, all right, it's all right. time. We gotta do this. Do we have to? Yeah. All right. Everybody, this is going to be like your first proctological exam. Just yeah, try to breathe through it, everyone. Just try to relax. <laughs> it's really not that bad. It really no. is that bad. It's it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's it's all
9: everywhere. board the it's munchies level. No, it's not that yeah. bad. Badly. It, let's all board the day for night shot train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so the film opens with a terribly shot eighties music video set to the whole
2: dance with me, dance with me.
0: song that we were dance talking about. The video is pretty fucking terrible. It is pretty much breaking three. This never yeah. happened. The movie opens up with a straight right hook of nineteen
1: eighties into your face, and then it puts you into the balls.
0: It's like surprise <laughs> oral rape. It just jams it in there and just won't let it go away. <laughs> yeah, it's when it's forced upon you and it goes surprise. And you're like no, like wait, somehow what? it makes it no. less horrible or something. <laughs> yeah, just because you're smiling doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah, while I'm watching. This the actual dancing and all the craziness as it's happening at first i was offended then i got angry (laughs) then i started liking it (laughs) then i got angry again (laughs) and by the time the whole dance sequence was over with i was just kind of like feeling cheap and used yeah and then i'm like okay movie let's see where this goes what else are you gonna do to me but in my notes when i started getting angry i wrote this 80s music video would have most sensible people either change a channel or walk out of a theater Or stop the movie. Not us. Not here on this show. We're going to watch all of it. Well, that's to assume we're sensible. Yeah, we are not. (laughs) Well, no, because Uh, I won't not finish a movie.
9: (laughs) The movie treats you like shit right off the bat because it's like you get into the narrative of the wraparound story for what is uh, supposed to be sort of an anthology film. And immediately they're like, you got to care about this band. You're supposed to be into this band. You're supposed to care about the people on the night train. And no, I don't care about them. And there's a threat that they're going to go to hell when the night train crashes eventually and it's like it's kind of a lie because they're already in hell this this is legit this is hell this is hell is this not hell <laughs> well i know that when i go to hell this
0: will be playing on an endless loop
1: dance with me, dance with me. With me dancing on a stage in front of you and you can't look away. At your, oh, at,
0: at your fattest. Yeah,
1: yeah, at my fattest. Yeah. In a G string.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we all know what that's going to be like. It's micro penis time. Drop <laughs> the humongous bowl. Yes, I do. You. Yeah, you're welcome. With a bow tie. Yeah, yeah with, the, with, bow tie with the bow tie on there. Yeah. The world's smallest bow tie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you're still going to have to watch. Yeah,
0: that's going to be my hell. Good thing that none of that exists. We're happy.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm.
0: You keep thinking that so this whole uh, diatribe of about the whole dance with me dance with me music video with the guy randomly changing outfits on every time the angle changes yeah what was that? if we're supposed to believe that they're actually a band performing on a train either this guy's got magical powers that he are is a twin, better than fucking David Copperfield or the film wanted to make a music video for the band and then use the rest of the film as an excuse to overprice them on the budget maybe uh,
9: well the thing is this isn't a real band this is just like a bunch of people they, they hired as actors but the lead singer is actually the son of Philip Jordan, who is responsible for all of the movies in this anthology that were cut down and made into this one film. I had so that in
0: my notes. I thought that was the case because it felt yeah. like three very badly put together movies then chopped up and put into a fourth, even worse put together film. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like a chopped salad of yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mixed in with runny diarrhea. With,
1: with a bulb sonic piss vinaigrette. Yes, a <laughs> sonic
0: piss vinaigrette, exactly. Yeah. But luckily for us, this horrible dance sequence that asks you repeatedly to join in. Dance with me, dance with me. This subsides to a dark train car with a bearded man in a white suit and a man in a black tuxedo-type suit. It's obvious from the get-go when you look at both of them what's going on here. And if you don't immediately get it from the obvious visual clues, maybe this film will surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you still don't understand what's going on, You're that pleases us. Are- president <laughs> that, yes that and this leads us to our first clip you rang for me sir
1: i did what can
7: i do for you mr satan what time is it conductor midnight sir the train crashes at torn right on schedule the night porter will see to everything mr satan exactly
3: you
5: really enjoy
7: seeing people suffer you created man to suffer wrong
11: i made him to enjoy then why did you give him the right to choose?
5: I will not force
11: man to be good. You can either walk in my steps or yours. My hmm, way is much more fun. I offer adultery, alcohol, tobacco, cocaine, greed, rape, murder, war, all the fun things. That's why you're losing so many. All you can offer is a short
5: ride on Earth. My road goes on forever. They don't believe in forever. All they want is now! You once sat at my right side
11: in hell. Did you ever dream of coming back? Would you let me? Could you change? No. I can no more be good than you can be bad. Let's take up the first case.
0: Okay, so with this, the window in the booth that both clearly God and Satan are sitting at turns into a view screen, a la Star Trek style, and they start watching out of the window to see what's going on with the next person to be judged. I didn't know that Satan had any choice in being able to judge the people. Okay, I gotta get into this. The whole theology behind this movie is fucked. Someone who has no idea how any religion actually views both God and the adversarial part of that, whether it's Satan or whatever you want to call him. The person that wrote this film clearly has no idea how... Christian God and the Christian version of Satan for sure don't work, let alone any other inclination of that. Right.
9: This just makes the Christian God look like a total prick because he could prevent all of this. Like, this movie does not have to happen at all. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: why I have proof that there is no God, because A, this movie got made. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, well, that's true. And B, the events of this movie took place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so they're looking through the view screen and then we are now knee-deep in an anthology horror film. What the fuck movie? This was supposed to be a nightmare. 90- train to terror instead i have a night train to three separate stories yeah right yep. okay um that's what we're got that's what we're gonna dive into i don't so. really feel all that terrified i'm terrified it will never end matt t- just like this
2: Destiny, Destiny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> only on special occasions does it get to go twice oh. like it's anniversary <laughs> <laughs> okay so in this anthology segment this guy named harry is apparently someone who likes to drive way too fast and although he is completely alone in the wide shots of of the car in this sequence and the Mm close-up of the interior of the car looks nothing like the wide shots of the car
1: man if you're gonna explain every fuck up on camera we're
0: gonna be here for like the next six hours okay I will condense the notes down (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) oh how you have fucked up movie let me count the ways
2: (laughs) 1,000! three, one
0: thousand. Now we're in hour eighty-five of coverage of Night Train to Terror. Yeah, our <laughs> longest-running show. Okay, so it's a bride that's in the front seat of the completely different car that's not the car that we see in the wide <laughs> shots. Mm-hmm. And the bride is screaming, "Harry, you're driving too you're fast!
1: You're going too fast!"
0: And then the. Ah! this leads to a car crash where it crashes into the water off of what is either a bridge or a pier we don't really know the film doesn't give you a chance you just see the car go into the water and then they cut away from that to moonlight over an asylum and because there's narration and I can't be fucked to bother to tell you any (laughs) more of the story myself (laughs) listen this movie couldn't be fucked to bother why should you that's
1: our next clip
7: this is the case of Harry Billings a hard working salesman during the day at night a man who enjoys cars women and booze sometimes a little too much it is his wedding night but his wife lies dead at the bottom of the river and harry lies in a sanitarium ward about to enter a new life of terror
2: i'm dr fargo
12: a psychiatrist
11: am i strapped down dinner will be served soon hey wait a second
2: i'll see you tomorrow harry
11: hey wait a second wait a second don't leave me like this Hey, what the hell kind of a place is this? When you awake, I'll return. We'll have a nice long chat. How's the new arrival? Belligerent. He's a very handsome man.
12: Now, Harry, that did you a lot of good. Mm-hmm. One more time, and
3: we're finished. Well, they have to have a phone here they will let us use. Sorry to bother you this time of night, but we're lost. Do you have a phone we could use? Hey, there's P-phones on the highway.
2: We stupidly didn't bring any change. The heck? Come on in. Hello, is this the Bayside Motel? This is Mrs. Howard Green. Uh, we have a reservation tonight, but we're lost, and... Where are we? Just tell us what highway you're on and we'll find it. We'll be there as soon as we can. Okay, thank you.
11: Bye-bye, Howard, Howard, Howard! Harry, can you hear me? I can hear you. That injection puts you under hypnosis. You must do exactly what I tell you. Do you understand? I understand. A
7: pill dropped into liquid and swallowed. A person remains unconscious for hours. This was only one of many methods Dr. Brewer instructed Harry Billings to use. Another? Please.
12: Hey, you're a fast drinker.
7: Hey, Slick, drinks are on me. Well,
5: I thank you, my good man.
7: Here, I help, sir.
1: The beautiful blondes. Okay, <laughs> that movie jumped around so much, I didn't know what the fuck was going on within three
0: minutes. That was like five, six, maybe seven minutes of screen time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I just condensed down to wait, all well, of the dialogue. Well, wait, what happened to the guy? Well, who are these people? Well, now, what's the guy doing? The fucking ball? Bo- <laughs> the fuck. You know what it feels like to me? They used to have these like little eight millimeter films where they would condense a movie down to like maybe one reel of eight millimeter film, and you would watch like maybe thirty minutes, and it would just mm-hmm. be like the story, and it would jump around, and they had yeah. like these, they had like these. Project- projector toys that you could load this eight millimeter film into and that would project it on the wall for you yeah right my cousin had one that was like a a hand-me-down from like his dad dad had Mm -hmm. one when he was a kid and we used to watch these condensed versions of westerns like the cowboys or some other shit like Mm -hmm. that this movie feels like someone bought a shitload of condensed movies and went if i put three of these together and film a wraparound segment i got a whole movie (laughs) yeah
9: i got a whole movie right there this is fucking gonna work (laughs) yeah yeah no this this entire movie is actually basically a montage (laughs) not a very good one <laughs> no, <laughs> it is three movies that were legit an hour and a half in length and they cut them all down to like 15 to 20 minutes for the first two segments and about 40 minutes for the last one so <laughs> they they just they just jump around like fucking nutcase with this shit it's it's just there there's no continuity at all with any of this shit the nice
0: part about the first movie being cut down to such short length is all of the nudity in the first film gets contained in the first 15 minutes of right. this film which was quite nice and one of the nudity bits was during this actual clip. So, thank you, movie. Huh? Yeah, uh-huh. thank you, movie. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> all right, so we get a little electroshock from Bull from Night Court. Mm-hmm. And then he's all kidnapping people. And then he's into the torture asylum bit. So, that's kind of cool where he's at first doing a little bit of kidnapping and torture. But then we see that Richard Mull, aka Bull from Night Court, gets a little rapey and then super rapey on a tied up <laughs> lady. And then this film becomes really, really uncomfortable because the whole time all I'm picturing is Bull from Night Court. Yeah. This is. What he does in his time off oh, away from no, this
9: court. is <laughs> this, this is date rape the movie, really. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, and, and I, I've seen the full length of this as well, and it, it's vastly different from Why? this. Like, this 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 actually, uh, well, we'll get into it later, but this tries to condense and it adds in several things. Like, there's more nudity and rapiness added into this segment of this film, what? and it, it's like roof, it's, it's roofy the movie, basically, right? I mean, yeah, that's what uh, they show is a little pill dropped into a glass yeah <laughs> yeah well, i mean one of the like there's a couple different blondes are uh, abducted in this and and raped uh, one of them like both of them have lonnie anderson hairdos so i mean this is for whoever's into seeing Londy lonnie, lonnie anderson getting uh, raped outside of a burt reynolds movie this is the movie for you basically <laughs> i thought for sure
0: you were gonna go outside of burt reynolds in real life and i'm like oh
9: Lee, oh, <laughs> well, i didn't want to go that hard come on now oh, the damn. guy's sick <laughs> I Feel a bit bad for him. Yeah,
0: no, I like Burt Reynolds despite the horrible things that he's done in real life. I just like yeah. to pretend that the Burt Reynolds I get to see on screen is the Burt Reynolds that I get in real life. <laughs> <laughs>
9: it's, it's, it's best for everybody. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, so they cut away from the raping of this lady to a church with a pentacle stained glass window. All of a sudden, that church is looking kind of cool to me until <laughs> we get inside and we see all the sheeps singing hymnals and conforming to their cult leader, a.k.a. the church pastor, nauseating yep want to vomit but then we see that john philip law is uh taking some communion with the lady and apparently he drugged her communion wine
9: i don't know how he managed to do that uh, no idea i whatever he, he did a little he did and a little they... funny hand movement right like he, he like he had almost like he had it like dust on the end of his pinky finger and just sort of dumped it in <laughs> but i don't know how he did it like and those are the small like what kind of fucking cheap ass church is this those are the smallest communion wines i've ever seen man like what the the fuck? You can't even get drunk on that shit. Oh, it's probably
0: grape juice because if my experience of going to a Nazarene church which did serve that small amount yeah. was just grape juice so you can't get anything oh. out of it.
9: Oh, what the fuck? Dude. Yeah,
0: that's how it goes. So after she <laughs> takes the communion, we notice she starts getting a little drowsy and they cut from this to boobs as that <laughs> woman is trapped in the asylum. Hey-oh. She's tied up. Mm-hmm. She's screaming for help but her boobs are out so I'm not sure if this is a thank you movie or not after knowing that what's happening with Richard Mall showing up.
9: No, it, it, it's stops after basically the first woman you see who's tied down naked because she's not molested, but after that they're all molested or murdered or whatever. So after that's not thank you movie anymore.
0: (laughs) But there are boobs so it's kind of bittersweet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess. Someone is looking for one of the female victims. I have no idea who it is and I don't think the movie does either.
1: At this point, I'm like, if I don't even watch this movie, I'll know as much as a person who has watched the movie.
0: I think it's supposed Uh. to be the bartender like her father or someone that knows her?
9: It was the old man at the bar. Like, yeah. John Philip Law goes to the bar, ah. he picks up the bartender, and this guy shows up, and his bas- basically his subplot is like 40 seconds. It's like, oh, the bartender's missing. I saw her go with John Philip Law in one of the cars from the sanitarium. This is a sanitarium, by the way. I, I don't know how John Philip Law ended up there after a car crash, but whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> He crashed but- in
0: the river just on the other side of the sanitarium, just like in Bubba Hotep. Yeah, I that. <laughs> (laughs)
9: Yeah, there you go. It's like he shows up and he's like, this is where I last saw her. Let's go and check. And fucking Alfred Hitchcock and Richard Mole here are like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. She's
0: nowhere to be found within the (laughs) asylum. We will check the files and get back to you. (laughs) I didn't even know I could do Hitchcock. Yeah,
9: right, right. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you. Uh, but but yeah, no, the, the guy fucking, he shows up and uh, Mole uh, fucking shows him to the cell with her in it. And she's like incurably insane all of a sudden. And She's like Saul old-
0: Cthulhu straight, looked him in the eyes, insane, catatonic. Yeah,
9: yeah <laughs> and, and, and the old guy's apparently okay with it. End of subplot.
0: Well, clearly she's insane, so I must away with me to another place to get libations from a beautiful blonde bartender. That's some fine exactly. police
1: work there, Lou. <laughs> Mighty, yeah, fine work. Mighty fine police work. Case closed. Mighty fine police work. Oh, mistake.
0: clearly she's insane, so she's in the right place. Nothing I can do here.
1: Time for me to
9: hit the old dusty trail. Yeah, get back to the raping bull. You gotta ad-
0: you gotta admire this old guy's, like, determination to protect his bartender at all times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, listen, as a professional drunk, it is really hard to find that guarantee guaranteed bartender
0: will help you out the the type that'll let you run up a tab and not pay it for a month yes Yes. (laughs) that <laughs> just got all serious and dour for a second. He's like, you son of a bitch, you're telling my secrets again. I, I told you to stop reading my journal. Thank you. <laughs> the guy finds out Ooh. that the chick is Catatonic, who is his bartender. And they cut from this to a diner as another victim yeah. is taken from the diner. The film is cutting so fast that even you don't really know what's going on other than John Philip Law is somewhere. His hair's greased back. He gets all grinny like John Philip Law is want to do. Somebody disappears. We see tits in the asylum. This is a pattern that keeps
9: going. You start Seeing uh, Richard Mole's uh, stunt double uh, because there the, there are insert shots in this to make it more rapey, like I said. So they didn't have a Richard Mole, of course, again because this movie was shot before they put the insert shots into it. Whenever you see Richard Mole's character, where without seeing his face, and you see his arms, all of a sudden are fucking hairy like a sasquatch, totally different guy as a stand-in doing all the raping and murdering that Richard Mole actually didn't do in the original film.
0: To me, I just thought that that was like a brother. I was like, okay, that's another guy that's doing this as well.
9: Either that, or he
0: got bitten by a werewolf who had previously yeah. been bitten by a Sasquatch. <laughs> this particular victim tries to make a break for it and finds a woman hanging dead in a pantry or a freezer or I can't yeah. tell the budget's too low to know what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But there's somebody dead supposedly covered in They're fake hanging. blood and hanging there from yeah. something. They're swinging too. Yeah. She's supposed to be hanging from like a noose I think or it looks like the rope was tied around her or don't know. yeah. Yeah. If the movie can't be fucked to show me what it's trying to show me, I can't be fucked to try and explain it. Listen, the it.
1: movie doesn't know how she's hanging. Why should I know how she's hanging? How hanging? No,
9: I mean <laughs> one, one of those shots where you know, again, this is these are insert shots where they show the sort of here's where we we'll keep all the body parts. And by the way, the, the whole conceit here is that the sanitarium is selling body parts to medical students all over the world. They generally don't buy pieces of people. They buy whole cadavers. So that whole thing is just bullshit. But what when they're showing all these different body parts around, what you actually do see is basically the cameraman and his shadow reflected in the fucking glass <laughs> half the time.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much right after the hatchet comes down. Whenever the mm-hmm.
9: bulls stand
0: in with the hairy arms, the Sasquatch bull. Mm-hmm. Where? Where I Where I Where mall? Where I Where the where comes in? It's his stand in. <laughs> he pops up a hatchet and he decides to chop the lady, and then I guess she's coming out dead as well. Turns out that this whole thing apparently was some type of a nightmare for John Philip Law. I'm guessing that that's John Philip Law in real life trying to take a nap on the set of the movie. <laughs> yeah. He wakes ah! up and realizes that he's making this film. Am I in this? Yeah. <laughs>
9: he was like, I, I was in, I was in fucking danger diabolic. What the fuck am I doing in this shit? I was evil
0: guy in space mutiny. Why yeah. am I making this film? Somehow that's yeah, a step still, down. I don't, I don't know it's what still space a step, mutiny a step is. down. Oh, it's one of the greatest MST3K episodes ever made. Oh yeah? Yeah, I love it. Railing Deaths left and right. I love that cover. <laughs> I, have, they that I, I have a
9: feeling you'll see it at some time that in the future. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> what we
0: should do is a commentary of an MST3K episode, so us talking over them, talking over the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can already see how that commentary goes. We get too into
0: listening to them (laughs) and you don't hear from us. Yeah, that's exactly how we'll do the commentary. It'll just be us drinking and watching that. And Occasionally you'll hear a bottle clank. All right, so Richard Maul is back to his rapey ways after this particular scene with John Philip Law waking up and realizing he's in the film. And he's handcuffing a woman who is somewhat unconscious but sort of somewhat together. And she's in a leopard print bikini, so... Yeah, I like that. Was she kidnapped in a leopard print bikini or did they put her into that after stripping her nude and then handcuffed
9: her up i assume legit, there were some roofies on the beach
1: legit there's another shot they needed and they called this actress in on her day off and she was probably just <laughs> sunbathing roofies
0: on the yeah, beach yeah. that's matt's byline for his biography
9: <laughs> that, that's that's the darkest beach party movie with frankie avalon and Annette <laughs> <Finicello>. <laughs> roofie
0: beach party with annette faunicello mm. i'd watch that that's the lifetime version i'd watch it uh, walt disney would not approve of that one <laughs>
1: actually i I think he would now. But uh...
0: <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> when asked for comment, he was dead silent. <laughs> <laughs> Too frozen to say anything. That's cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so after handcuffing the lady in the leopard print bikini, Richard Maul then sort of half hops on, half leaves a leg dangling on top of the cart. And we see it rocking back and forth, so I'm assuming that he's one legged raping this lady where he's up on the yeah, carpet I mean the...
9: like the, the position he's in, he must have an incredible Incredibly long penis that's all Clear. i have to say <laughs> fair enough <laughs> and they cut from this to john philip
0: log and in case we forgot that he's our star power in this film <laughs> yeah. he's getting shot up with some type of a needle and because there is more exploratory dialogue and or narration i can't be fucked to remember which it's our next clip
2: i'm only trying to cure you i'll protect you no more pain no more hurt no dream. Only healing in my arms. Susan would want you to feel again. Feel me. Only me. Alive.
0: Okay, so now she's drugging him in order to have him satisfy her sexually. So, that's rapey female doctor. That's a first for us on this show.
9: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. yeah the, the the rape is equal opportunity in this, I must say. It's very moderate. <laughs> After this, Bull gets rapey once again, and then
0: saws a woman up into pieces. That was his last resort. Yeah. Oh my
4: god.
9: <laughs> oh, Jesus. And she was a really cute redhead, too. It was a shame.
0: Yeah, I was not into watching a red head gets sawed up in any way, shape, or form. No, oh. Are you
9: not?
1: Is that not the sickness with which you are down?
0: This was not the sickness with which I was down. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going over to hit the clip just because yeah. you want me to. He's not a monkey, Matt. Leave him alone. Not a performing right. monkey. I'll do it on the night. All right. I'll do it on the night. <laughs> All right, Here's some peanuts. So as he's sawing this woman into pieces, the camera pans over to a human abattoir where there are body parts left and right. Most of yeah. them look like they were purchased out of a Halloween shop and then just left sitting on the shelf. Some of the heads and jars look great but other body parts were very clearly that fiberglass with latex lightly painted over top of it to yep. look like flesh. I have better Halloween decorations in my house. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some type of a plan that they have that they're talking about where they're doing bodies for money as we mentioned but as Lee already brought up why in the parts nobody buys them in parts they only buy them whole except for maybe unless necrophiliacs. You're, unless you're
9: uh, Dr. Frank Stein maybe. But if, 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 so like you said but otherwise, I don't, except
1: for I, except, except for Court, no one no one buys these in pieces. Yeah. It's true, Ray. Well, no said, one
0: would stack books like this.
1: You said necrophiliacs, so I just fair oh, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
0: <laughs> and I've never heard of this Frank Instein. I've heard of a Frankenstein. Or Stein. Oh, really? I heard of Frankenstein. Oh. Frankenstein? Yeah. yeah. Frankenstein. He, he, he might
9: have changed, changed his name a bit, you know, for, for America. And is, know. Is is this good
0: guy, crazy hair. And his assistant Igor.
9: Igor? Igor, yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Pump moves around a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and <he> didn't <laughs> didn't talk about this movie
1: <laughs> uh, Can we review
0: that movie instead all of a sudden a woman drugs the doctor who is talking about this bodies for money business being lucrative he passes out and is all of a sudden lobotomized and that yeah. leads to our <laughs> next clip <laughs>
2: now we have this whole place to ourselves just you and me Harry. and we don't have to go out of business you bring home the bacon and I'll fry
7: you're not pleased. I want to return to a regular life
2: where do I fit into your regular life Emergency, emergency, Harry Billings is missing, emergency. Harry, Harry, I know you're in here. Harry, you'd better show yourself. If you don't come out, Harry, I'll have to send for Otto. You picked a poor time to play games. We have to deliver the girls at the airport tonight.
7: No one's leaving here for that airport tonight.
2: Harry, come here.
7: Yesterday's shot wore off. I'm not under your influence anymore. I'm going to free the girls. No, everything is ours now. I don't want anything to do with you anymore.
0: All right. So after that clip, we see there's a jar that is labeled Harry, and it is a jar that is on the shelves of severed heads in jars. So we know what's going to befall young John Philip Law. And by young, I mean younger than the woman who is raping him, tending to be the doctor here. Over
9: and and over. You know, and honestly, I didn't even catch that because (laughs) it's this movie. So I didn't pay attention to that fucking close. But I did pay attention to the fact that the head roofer has now become the roofie.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's poetic. It tracks. Tracks. marks, no less, because she's shooting him up. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So Harry has had enough of all of this and knocks out the female doctor. And when I say knock out, I mean he knocks her the fuck out. He punches her yeah, out. Yeah, man. Brown yep. house. She mm-hmm. was, was she, a haymaker. She was trying to drug him and I'm thinking that if someone's trying to drug you against your will, it's okay to clock him out. Yeah. I'm going to give him a pass yeah, on this. Definitely. But at the
9: same time, at the same time, John Phil Law is just like, all of a sudden he's like, eh, meh, I really don't want to drug and abduct women anymore. <laughs> this of just kind of over it. So, you know, kind of not doing it no more, which is a so, complete you know. turn
0: on John Philip law. I mean, we're used to seeing him constantly drugging and abducting. women. The <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen
9: yeah. <laughs> All right. So the lobotomized
0: doctor decides to perform surgery as Howard fights off Richard <laughs> mall, trying to quote unquote, save the girls. There's girls apparently that are still alive, even though they're catatonic and crazy and have been raped <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I don't I, know I, what I'd the like, fuck is going on. Go ahead. I
9: would I'd, I'd like to think that the, the uh, tiger print, bikini girl still alive
0: (laughs) he's going to at least save her (laughs) Uh yeah or at least the tiger print bikini was made it through that unscathed so it can be placed on someone else in the movie later on right exactly okay so he goes into the fight with richard maul richard maul is cut through the gut during a fight sequence and then all of a sudden he is decapitated then the lobotomy doc decides that he's going to kill the female doctor but he doesn't really know that that's what he's doing he thinks he has a surgery to prep but i think his subconscious is looking for revenge nothing explains it better than our next clip
11: (laughs) oh wasn't that lovely (laughs) you see my lord there is no evil so vile which man will plunge himself into harry billing
5: was not a free agent and he did try to redeem himself i can't see harry in heaven he does not belong in hell
7: gentlemen how about 100
11: years in purgatory but the two doctors and otto are mine
7: make sure they
5: have a one-way
11: ticket what about the rock band in the car up ahead what about them well they're musicians i usually get most of them anyway
5: not all of them they
11: don't love you they never even think of you think of them i've never heard one of them pray that's because you don't
5: listen to their music
11: You call that music what they're playing? Some of it is quite touching. It never touches me. You have no tears. You don't know how to cry. I can laugh. (laughs) That's better than tears.
5: I can laugh and cry at the same time. That is what I listen for in their music. Mr. Porter, when do we get to Las Vegas? One hour, if there's no delay. But
2: what could delay us?
11: One hour to the train crash. You really look forward to it. It's the only pleasure you left me with when you kicked me out of heaven. And now, the case of Greta Connors. Greta Connors. I really want her.
0: Okay, so when the devil starts getting rapey, you know something's up in this film.
1: I can God hear. Damn. I can hear all the tears in their music.
0: This is the least sexualized devil I've ever seen on film. Mm-hmm. He's also the worst cinematic devil I've ever seen in a film. Yeah,
9: pretty bad. <laughs> and I gotta say, God has really bad taste in music.
0: Yeah, if he thinks this is a prayer. Death He needs fucking
9: therapy. Uh I understand if it makes him cry, but smile at the same time or laugh.
1: I can hear the the tears in this song. I I can't hear the laughter. (laughs) Yeah. The tears
0: are our own every time. Dance with me, (laughs) dance (laughs) with (laughs) me. (laughs) Pops up. Jesus. During the clip, we actually hear more of the music video with some more dancing. And I wrote in my notes, what the fuck movie with a question mark. And then I wrote, what the fuck with an exclamation point. And then all of a sudden, I just started doodling a sad face with tears. (laughs)
9: Understandable.
0: <laughs> that's the level that this brought me to in my notes. <laughs> Jesus yep. And so at the end of the clip, we actually see them going into a carnival on their view screen. It's brought up and then they start going in. And so there's a dude that's uh, trying to get all creeper on top of a popcorn girl who kind of goes for it because
11: money. And mm-hmm. that leads
0: to some more expository dialogue slash narration, or I don't fucking know, but it's their next clip.
7: <laughs> this is a strange love story. The case of Greta Connors, a young musician from a small town. To support her piano playing, she worked in a carnival. She came to the big city to find success and love. Instead, she found George Youngmeyer. And as so often happens to the young, they're so desperate they will believe in anything or anyone. Greta gave herself completely to Youngmeyer. He promised to make her famous, but used Greta for his own purposes. She wanted to be a movie star. So? He made her a star. This is Glenn Marshall, a college graduate, enrolled in medical school. He stopped by his fraternity house for a beer one day, a day that would change his life. He saw Greta in one of Young Meyer's movies. It was love at first sight. Glenn had to find her. Glenn's obsession finally brought him to George Young Meyer's Manhattan Club, where Greta was playing.
12: The gift. From who? Some guy.
2: Doesn't he have
12: a name? You don't know him, so the name wouldn't mean anything. I called him and told him that I needed one, so he sent one over. Some guys are like that, you know.
13: How about going out for dinner?
12: There's plenty to eat, right? I don't want to go anywhere.
9: I just don't want you
13: getting bored here.
12: You just keep
9: getting it up. Oh, dear Lord. (sighs) (laughs) If you didn't think the first segment was rapey enough.
0: Yeah, the guy, first of all, gets all, you know, gonna buy all the popcorn, stuff the money into your shirt. You now belong to me. Then he puts her into porn films because she wanted to be a star and she's okay with that. And then most guys who see a girl in a porn film and then decide that they love them. Are usually really stalkerish. Not usually really stalkerish. They are fucking stalkers. Yeah, bad. Yeah, it's 100%. It's not a good thing. Like, there's very few guys out there that go, oh, this adult actress and I could have a wonderful life together and aren't sitting masturbating in a pile of their own feces. (laughs) Nothing against against the porn actress or a guy who might actually see a girl in a porn film. Yeah, But chances are, dude, you're barking up the wrong tree. They don't need you. Yeah, they They got money. They don't need you. Yeah, right. They probably have somebody else that's much more attractive that they can already have. Pretty much. So there's an implied sex scene and then they go to this carnival and then they have some more talk and more voiceover and fuck off movie that's our next clip
7: (laughs) young Meyer could not forgive greta no one ever walked out on him he hated glenn and still held a power over greta george young Meyer was going to have revenge against the two lovers in his own horrible way and so our story takes its strange twist. We go now to the Death Club, an evil society run by young Maya and his partner, the Contessa.
12: Mr. Marshall, do you know about our club? You tell the Contessa. Our society is composed of members, all of whom have had a close encounter with death. Have you ever had such an experience, Mr. Marshall?
10: Well, as a child, I almost drowned. Childhood experiences
14: don't count. You don't have to join our club.
12: Are you interested, Mr. Marshall? I don't know. Come off it. Spell it out for him, Contessa. From time to time, one of us thinks of a novel way to expose us to death. You're putting me on.
14: Not in the
3: least. Are you going to sit in? You're all still here, so it can't be that dangerous. This is our dangerous little friend. This is what is known as a Tanzanian winged beetle. It is found only in the lower foothills of Marwinsic. It has but a single sting the sting of death Now, when i take the lid off of the jar no one be allowed to move for a single movement might attract or discourage our little friend and the rules demand total impartiality why did you open the window
14: For the same reason there are empty chambers in the revolver when one plays Russian Roulette. Our little friend might not decide to honor one of us with a sting, but fly into the garden instead. Where he'll sting some innocent person? a salute
3: here <laughs> it no top all right
0: now I just want to say that this uh, whole idea of this guy getting wrapped up in a death call because he falls in love with a girl and he wants to try and get her out and he's trying to rescue her from it because she's trapped in it and then he gets in deep and you know it gets worse and worse and the, these people force them to do it you know because they're rich and they can get away with it the idea is actually pretty cool
9: yeah and it's an actual movie called Death Wish Club and yeah. it's actually way better than anything in this fucking film
0: <laughs> really because it was the most intriguing out of all the segments to me, and I couldn't get this out of my head. I'm like, there's something here in this. So you're mm-hmm. s- you're saying it's Death Wish Club and it actually is a decent flick, huh? Uh
9: I wouldn't say it's like necessarily great, but it's it's interesting. Um the ideas behind it are interesting and it's actually much more fucking wacky and bizarre than anything in this film, honestly. Because there there is a point where the uh the Greta character uh quote unquote dies. It's it's basically just part of the deception and she comes back as a man like there's kind of a transgender kind of theme in this film where she Whoa. and you can actually see it in in how this is edited down where there's a part where she has short hair all of a sudden yeah yeah where where she all of a sudden she comes back as a, a, a male identity and then the guy who's interested in her the, the main dude he, he actually kind of wins her back <laughs> uh, she actually has like a short hair wig on and he takes the wig off at one point and she has her long hair again and she's a female meal again like th- there's a lot of weird shit in this fucking like the full length version of this and also uh all the all the sort of stop motion stuff in this
0: yeah I was that's ask all, you about that, that
9: that's all insert like uh in the original film uh it's a very badly done smaller beetle that's basically just on a very noticeable string uh <laughs> wandering around uh the stop motion stuff there's an insert of um the you know the, the stop motion fucking beetle that looks absolutely fucking terrible. And the insert shot where it uh, kills that couple while well, the dude fucking that girl. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's totally made for this film. Like, that's totally inserted into this film. It's not in the original film.
0: Okay, so I did think that the stop-motion death bug in this did have a bit of its own charm, even though it was done horrendously bad. There's still a part mm-hmm. of me that goes, Oh, good try, slugger. <laughs>
9: <laughs> well, no, it, it looks way better than the thing they used for the original film. I'll, I'll give him that. Wow, that's saying something because that looked really
0: fucking terrible, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the segment falls short, but I like the idea. It's the execution of it where I'm like, all right, nice try, Slugger, but I, I see what mm-hmm. you're trying to do there. The bug flies off, as you said, and it does sting some dude on the face, and then his face explodes all over his date. Look like premature yep. evacuation for blood,
9: me. <laughs> blood pimple bukaki kind of thing. Clip. <laughs> when is anybody ever going to bring up blood pimple bukaki again? I don't know. <laughs> he said it twice. Just yeah. to make sure. Yeah,
0: just to make sure. He's desperate
9: to become a clip <laughs> on the is. board.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, speaking of clips, this leads us to our next
7: clip. Even though he seemed pleasant on the surface, George Youngmire was burning with revenge. He wanted Glenn out of the way. Is there, Mr. Marshall?
1: I am the Contessa's electrocution computer. When I light yellow, a mild electrical shock will discharge to one of the club members. When I light blue,
6: I will emit a stronger shock to one of you. And when I light red, that is the ultimate. Now the
14: Contessa is ready to throw the final switch. That will begin our game of death. Good luck. And Mr. Marshall, you will notice there is an empty seat just as in Russian roulette. There is an empty chamber in the revolver. Are we ready? I'm Shut up. The process is irreversible. Once it is started, it cannot be stopped. So just shut up. It's me. It's me.
12: It's me. It's only the blue light. Don't it give you a charge to think you uh, might see me blow out
3: or you bail me out? I hope you get it. I really hope you get it.
13: like that.
3: Yeah, out of my life once and for all out of my life for good Best
0: okay so apparently the film has stopped even giving a shit of trying to have any kind of continuity in their own stories here now that you explain it it makes sense why they have short hair but all of a sudden he goes from loving the girl to hating the girl and just wishing she was out of his life and dead and she has short hair very, Yeah. then they have the electrocution 2000 going yeah, a very yeah where Jim Jimi Hendrix gets killed <laughs> I was thinking he sounded like Richard Pryor when he was like excuse <laughs> me while I smoke yeah. just the way he delivered that line yeah. sounded like a Richard Pryor thing where he would shout something out like that but oh god damn Damn, that's just ugh, terrible. Ugh.
9: Yeah, for, first rule of Death Club is you got to be a major fucking idiot to join Death Club, basically.
0: I think the only rule of Death Club is: Are you suicidal? Yeah. <laughs> Answer the I question. How, <laughs> I
9: don't know. I, I don't know how they keep up membership. Really, it's like fuck. <laughs>
0: Well, apparently, Lee, people are dying to get in there.
9: I whackity schmackity do. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: The electrocution scene of that guy was really drawn out and overlong. Some of the effects were okay. The best part yeah. is the final melted corpse at the end. <laughs> I just don't yeah. get it, man. I don't know what's. <laughs> was that inserted stuff too that you know, Lee, or was that all from the uh, original no, film? No,
9: I, I think, yeah, the, the electrocution was part of the original film, uh, as far as I remember. But, I mean, they kind of just. This is the worst part of, of this film where they basically. Basically, they take the most interesting film and they clip out the entire ending of it. So it's like, you have to go back to the wraparound story to actually get an ending from this segment, which is just what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, why?
0: <laughs> well, the next sequence, the film continues to not give a fuck about anything and just go ahead and give us narrative. So, guess what time it yeah. is?
9: Oh, God.
13: That's our next clip.
7: The plot against Glenn failed, but the electrocution death was the turning point for Greta. She refused to be threatened anymore by young Maya. She told George to stay out of her life forever. Glenn and Greta were very much in love, and they were to be married the next day.
0: Yay! So, everybody's gonna be happy now, right folks? Good night, No, because that sequence ends with the couple in bed. They're getting it on and we get to see some, well, nudity that is actual consensual sex. So, thank you movie. One, yeah, that's and nice.
9: if, yeah, thank you movie. And if you watch Death Wish Club, you actually see Greta even naked more throughout the movie too. So, uh, there you go.
0: And you actually get a sequence of Greta standing up in full frontal nude as she gets dressed with a knock at the door. So, thank you again movie. Uh, thank yeah. you movie. Thank you movie. Glenn ends up answering the door or he goes up to answer the door or they kick the door open. I can't be fucked to remember what happens in the movie because it couldn't be fucked to really show me what happened. And Glenn yeah. ends up doing some really bad kung fu maneuvers to fight off all these guys that break into the place. Chop. They use <laughs> his one weakness, a fishnet. I fuck you not. They yeah. threw a fishnet on the guy. Wow. I yeah.
9: stop you, man. Apparently that just made
0: him weak and useless, so he falls down and they start tying him Apparently,
1: up. Apparently he's a Scooby-Doo
0: villain. Yeah. <laughs> it was old man weathers all along. Oh. Uh, and he would have
1: gotten away with it if it weren't for your mentally death club kids
0: (laughs) you're welcome for that setup by the way (laughs) thank you Yeah. (laughs) so both Glenn and Greta are dragged off into a meeting of the death club once again they are going to be crushed by a wrecking ball alright so this is how they have it set up it's gonna have a little circle it's gonna go around the outer edge of the circle with a machine that makes this wrecking ball move and they're all lying on the floor while a saw blade, for some reason, is set up to cut the rope when it moves closer to it. So it's going to cut the rope each time it moves around until the rope finally snaps under the weight of the wrecking ball and lands on one of them and kills them. So they all get shoved into sleeping bags. No, I'm not kidding. That's the thing that secures Mm -hmm. them to the floor. They fire up the contraption after they are all in the sleeping bags and then they just kind of hold there and wait for this to happen. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hold that man. Minute, hold that thought. What's just, going on here? Just a tiny little tap. Yeah. And I have this in my notes. I'm like, why the fuck are they using sleeping bags to hold people in? They're notorious for being able to wiggle out of zipped up. Uh, uh,
1: well, you know, mm. the, the one other guy has a gun on him. So even if you tried, he was going to shoot him.
0: I would accept it if it were mummy bags and they zipped them up and then yeah. locked the mummy bag. But they probably couldn't afford mummy bag because those that shit's expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Why are you I looking mean, into the-
1: those bags, man? Why am I looking into I mean, mummy yeah. sleeping bags? Yeah.
0: They're rated mm. better for below temperature camping. I Used to do that when you would go below zero camping. Why did you go below zero camping? When I was a kid, man. Why? Because I went up on the mountain and went camping with a bunch of army like special forces crazy fuck. But
1: why? You're not you're not explaining the why. I'm not asking uh, the what. I was a teenager I think- and I
0: was bored. Okay,
1: Wait, oh, thank okay. you. That's all I needed. You were giving me a lot of what, not any why.
0: I don't know why I did anything when I was a kid, other than eh, let's see if I can.
1: I'm not so sure. I'm aware of why I do anything right now, other than I think I can. <laughs> (laughs) I
9: can't. Yeah, fair enough. None of these people the Death Club actually need to be in the sleeping bags because they're all consenting to this. It's just the main fucking dude. They just have to hold a gun on him. They they could tie his fucking hands and feet and hold a gun on him, basically.
0: Perhaps the sleeping bags are arranged in such a place on the floor that where you're in the sleeping bag the whole way, you're definitely going to die if the ball falls. Maybe. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can think of that would be the reasoning, but, you know, the movie doesn't bother to explain it to you. You just have to accept that that's what's going on. Yeah. So the ball starts spinning around and it continues to to catch on the saw blade and did anybody else notice that every time it goes near the saw blade it sounds like electric clippers when it hits the rope mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's not how that saw blades that's work that's
1: not that's not that's not how it goes
0: that's a no, i mean that's a wood saw for like a you know two handheld tree saws kind of deal right two <laughs> people hold on either side of the saw and saw the tree that's not how that works that's not how any of this works that's not how any of this works <laughs>
9: no but i mean even when the ball is swinging around it sounds electric like you got like a fan in your room or some shit like you know it's just it's it's really bad foley work it's what it is
0: well they did have a thing that was supposed to be like a motorized thing that would make the
9: ball move move around but stop trying to make excuses for this film court come on (laughs) i'm really not
1: really does like to try hard sometimes to try to help it out that's just
0: the part of the movie that i noticed that she fires it up and there's a motor that fires up when she flips a switch before diving into her
9: own sleeping bag i'm not gonna to grant you that. I'm, I'm saying, I'm not going to grant you that. <laughs> well, okay, this
0: is the part where we stop the, the podcast, we go back to this part of the film, and we all watch it and confirm that it's happening. No,
9: I'm not going to agree. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you him. picked this, Lee. You did this to us. <laughs> He's like, sorry, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Sorry,
1: that rage. Just, I, I'm telling you, Lee, you you really suck. This is the first time I've ever heard court blow up
0: on a guest. Oh, man. I apologize, and Lee. I, well, this is not your fault. I bought the Blu-ray. I shouldn't have put it on
9: the list, but why did you did pick it? Why'd you pick this, (laughs) Lee? (laughs) Hey, you bought it from Vinegar Syndrome. It's your fault.
0: All right, so the saw blade's cutting the rope like a pair of electric clippers every time it comes near. It keeps going around and around. And then finally, the fucking rope breaks after 75 years of my life. And then (laughs) it lands on uh, the Contessa Lady. Is that who it landed on?
9: Yeah. Yes.
0: And that's the last of it. That's the end of the movie. And in order for us to understand what's going on with this particular segment of the movie, we're going to move into our next clip. Greta,
11: a lot of good.
7: Finish her story, conductor. Huh? Greta went off with the nice young man and lived happily ever
5: after. Isn't that a nice story? Don't look so sad, my friend. You've still got young, and all the rest of them. But I wanted Greta. Forget it. You can't have her.
11: Coming back to the musicians in the car up ahead, why don't we make a package deal? Save a lot of time.
5: Time is all I have.
11: No package deal. No sparrow falls. That you don't know of. Why do you go to such bother and pain for so many insignificant cases?
5: Every creature on Earth is meaningful to me. After all I made... You
11: made a lot of mistakes. The only
5: mistake I made is trusting you. The Earth
11: is mine. I'm taking over. You're blind if you can't see what's happening. Sooner or later, you're going to have to make a deal with me. Out of pity, I cast you down on Earth.
5: Don't push
11: me. I'll open the
10: gates of hell. Hey, George, I'm starving. How about some hamburgers and beer? There's no
5: food on this train.
2: What kind of train is this? Some call it the Heavenly Express. Others,
5: Satan's cannonball. But we guarantee to deliver every passenger to his right destination.
13: Like, I really wish our bus hadn't broken down, you know? No way, I think this train is cool. From the top.
7: And now for the
5: case
11: of Claire Hansen. There's someone who loves me. <laughs> Why shouldn't she? She's rich, secure, her husband adores her. You bought her love with bribes.
5: Claire
7: would love me even if she were in i Why show you what she's really like? Show me. The case of Claire Hansen, a highly respected surgeon, a devout Catholic, and wife to Nobel Prize winner James Hansen. It is midnight, the time of dark dreams, and Claire Hansen is about to
3: begin a living nightmare. doom! I bring a message from the Führer. You haven't met your quota for the last three weeks. Your quota's been filled. And now, intermission at the ballot, Both Gilbert Callahan. I see better, (laughs) adequate, (laughs) just (laughs) adequate. How would this company compare with the ballet rooms? We're on television, aren't we? Oh yes. It's not the
1: valley. Shine,
3: shine,
10: shine! Why? What is it? Come, come, come with me. Mr. Weiss, I'm only the police in the 5th precinct. The rest of the world, I don't care. He's the one I I look for. All right, we'll find the son of a bitch. I can't arrest him, Mr. Weiss. Why why can't you arrest a murderer? Because all this happened many years ago in Germany. We have no jurisdiction. No jurisdiction
14: who arrest an animal who killed my family? Yeah, yeah. Easy, Mr. Wise. Take it easy. We've got
4: it.
10: Come on, control yourself. Who's going
14: first? That's
2: him. That's him. That's
4: him.
14: Well, now we know where we lose. This is the one.
10: This is the one. See, see, see. This one. Yes, it's a striking resemblance. But uh, the date of this paper is. April 1944. So, it can't be the same man. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't aged a day in 35 years. That guy we saw in the theater. Facelift, plastic surgery, all. I mean, nothing could make a 60, 70-year-old man look that young. I admit the faces are perfect. I want him finished. God damn it, it can't be him! Can't you see that? Now you take it easy. Good night, Mr. Weiss.
0: Okay, so we have our first appearance of Cameron Mitchell on this show ever. Yep. Yeah, thanks to this movie, Night Train to Terror. This is the part of Cameron Mitchell's career where he also gave up.
9: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but we'll get into it. If there's a steady paycheck in it. He'll act in anything you say,
0: and he will act his ass off. He will be giving more than any other actor, and he'll be in your turkey of a movie and just do his best for you, mm-hmm. even though you don't deserve it. AKA Space Mutiny. Because <laughs> my God, that man. Has (laughs) had class too much class for this film Even (laughs) I don't know about the unedited version of it but those scenes with Cameron Mitchell in it were like a real breath of fresh air walking past abattoir after abattoir Mm -hmm. after abattoir like you're in the actual movie Texas Chainsaw Uh Massacre you're driving past the slaughterhouses and then you get passed out to like a daisy farm and all of a sudden you're like (gasps) (sighs) (sighs) that's what Cameron Mitchell's like in this film gotcha
9: yeah (laughs) and I mean again this is of course another edited down film and I have seen the full version of this film as well uh it goes under several different names and there's actually several different edits for this as well as the other two segments of this as well uh it was known as cataclysm first uh then it became it, it's probably best known as the nightmare never ends which is pretty ironic considering this fucking movie and the fucking yeah. song
2: <laughs> uh Alpha
0: I uh, guess all we have to as... do is make a reference to how bad that song is. And,
2: dance yep, dance dance, <laughs> we, we
0: shouldn't. We shouldn't complain. Once you complain about, you mean how bad that song is? Dude,
2: dance dance, yeah, least, dance, night
0: wow. train to terror has possessed my console. I guess I have, I have no God, control God over that Damn it, again. space truckers! <laughs> There you go. There we go. Uh, everybody uh, everybody feel good, good now. <laughs> yeah.
9: Uh, but yeah, this was also known as uh, Satan's Supper and Shiver as well uh, in some sort of form. Uh, Trauma actually released this as The Nightmare Never Ends, and yeah, there's all kinds of Cameron Mitchell goodness in that version of this, but he's of course edited down in this, and yeah, well, we get what we get in this film.
0: This film, this segment actually felt like two different films starring the same character, like a part one and a part two jammed into one segment that was over long. Mm-hmm. That's what it. Felt yeah. like to me. This is the kind of masochist I am. I actually want to see the full versions of all these films now to see what they're like. Oh yeah,
9: they are okay. Well, the very first segment I wouldn't necessarily say is better, but the the last two segments, if you see the full versions of them, they're definitely they're definitely better just because they're fleshed out and you, you get a little bit more. Like it, it's not the uh, the really uh, schizophrenic editing and the sort of montage style editing that you see in this film. So someone needs act- to
0: make a. Night Train to Terror Supercut, where they put the full versions of the film in there. Oh, God. <laughs> With no, all of don't. the added footage that was put no. in for Night Train to Terror. No, no. <laughs> and no. then have the wraparound with that awful song. Oh.
9: You're a sick man. <laughs> you picked the film, Lee. <laughs> Yes, I, I didn't think Lee. you were going to do a super cut <laughs> I
0: said someone I didn't say that I was going to do it and then force Lee to cover it with us
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up oh. Shut up By the way, I think for that show
9: I'm sick <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think for that show I'm sick
9: We're going to make Lee cover it by himself <laughs> no, I'm going to be vomiting like a lot
0: <laughs> And not just because of all the drinking we're, you'll have to do to make it through
1: that We're going to wait no. till, we're gonna wait till Lee's show
8: They must be destroyed on site.
1: does their own oh, pick no. of movies, and then we're gonna make him
9: do the super cut you make. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're you're both invited, but you'll be doing the movie I pick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's learning from our lesson here. Of don't he let your guests pick head. the movies. All right. So during the clip, that was four minutes of you know condensed down twenty minutes worth of movie. I think. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. So there's more rocks. Some of the terrible song that we were. Oh, it definitely pats out the film and it may or may not be being used to pad out this episode. But at this point, we actually do get to see some really terrible breakdancing, which somehow elevates the film for me. Yeah. It, it breaking leads, 2, Electric Boogaloo. It's Breaking 3 because we don't care anymore. It doesn't have a subtitle.
1: It's Breaking four and a half.
0: <laughs> okay, so it leads into this final story. Mr. Weiss is the guy who thinks he saw this guy that he believes is a Nazi even though the dude has not aged since the days of the flashback that we saw during the war of actual him killing people as a Nazi, he yeah. will he will not accept the fact that this guy is in fact not the same person. So he ends up going right to this Nazi's house because he's unhappy with the result and how the detective just said no. And then he ends up looking through the house with his Luger in his hand. And he ends up finding this monster behind this blue curtain for some reason. It jams its arm through his chest and rips out his heart. They cut from this to the teaching surgery that is. Happening from our main character, who apparently is a devout Catholic and loves God because God said so. So there yeah, you go.
9: And, and, she, and she's married to a militant atheist, uh, Richard Mole, again, uh, who is basically Richard Dawkins before Richard Dawkins. Aaron <laughs> <Hair and> All.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and she gets a call away from this surgery and she texts out this dead man who is the Jewish guy, Mr. Weiss, from earlier, who now has a 666 tattoo on his chest where his heart was apparently ripped out although that's healed over with just the mark of the devil Cameron Mitchell is told the man's last words were look at the wall I'm guessing he wanted someone to check out Pink Floyd's The Wall again yeah eh. all in
1: all it's just,
0: uh, justifiable it's a great album yeah. it's a terrible movie but it's a no, great album yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> never even seen the movie yeah I wouldn't bother just uh, listen yeah, to the album good. and the visuals that come into your own head as you listen to it on acid are probably better
9: okay yeah yeah. don't let uh, someone else interpret it, interpret it for you
0: yeah definitely unless it's live in concert with Roger Waters performing it and building the wall up in front of you and the puppets then let them interpret it for you that way
9: there you go yeah. still
0: better than the movie Yeah. so he gets that look at the wall and it turns out that this was all just some kind of weird hallucination that was happening right after that and then they cut away from that to our neck <laughs> clip if the film doesn't <laughs> care I
13: don't
6: what I have to say to you tonight may cause you pain it may disillusion you it may even make you hate me I am here to shatter a myth you may well believe in this myth you may hold it absolutely. Absolutely sacred, and I take no joy in destroying your beliefs. I feel compelled to speak out. I'm sorry for the pain that my statement will cause. But sometimes truth causes pain. Indeed, it now appears that Jesus Christ, as we know him in the scriptures, never exists. The Christ that we have come to know was invented by men for their own purposes. In the first place, in ancient times, the word Christ was not the name of a person, but the title of a public office. In the first century, hundreds of persons could have been referred to as Christ. In fact... There is not a single written reference to a man called Jesus in existence today other than the literary creations of the authors of the Gospels and the New Testament. The lone exception occurs in Josephus, a brief passage mentioning and praising Jesus. Reputable scholars today agree. I propose build a culture upon the premise that God is dead. For my part, he never existed. And if the Christian God is dead, so it is with all other gods. There is no supreme being. We are alone. It's
12: not too late, Jess.
6: Too late for what?
12: Stop the publication.
6: I spent four years on this book, Claire. I believe it is the most important work of my life. And
12: if there is a God, what will happen to it?
6: I suppose I'll go to hell. Okay. When I had this foundation, told me that I would have a free hand. But haven't you? Yes, thank you. A uh, Mr. Papini to see you. I don't know any Papini. Ah, uh, okay. Get rid of him. <laughs> Don't alarm yourself, Dr. Hansen. I just want to help you. I don't know you, and uh, I don't need your help. Now, uh, leave. Everyone needs help, Mr. Nobel Prize winner. Especially you. Out. Look at this, Dr. Hansen. Sit down, Mr.... Pappini. What can I do for you, Mr. Pappini? It's what I can do for you, Doctor. All right, what can you do for me? You're on the way to hell. If you would read my book, <laughs> you would realize that this is all wasted on me. It is far more terrible to be possessed when Satan remains invisible. Mr. Pappini, I'll be frank. Thanks to contemporary research that a man imaginary being Satan has completely disappeared. His place has been taken by scientific reality. Hysterics, miracles, and delusions all fall within the province of the neurosurgeon, not the priest or witch doctor. I appreciate your concern, Mr. Pepini. Will you please, or not?
7: Hey, what are you doing here, buddy? What are you doing here? Hey, turn around and talk to us. What are you doing here? The Hansons live here. Hey,
8: we know the Hansons.
10: Do you? I'm protecting Mr. Hanson. From who? The devil. The devil? (laughs)
7: Let's go, buddy.
2: On. On. Hey, watch all my glasses. Right, go Last hey, go go no! Cut off! All right, all right, all right, Let's
1: go on them! All right. All right
0: nerdiest bunch of fucking pigs ever.
1: Watch
13: my glasses! Come on!
0: (laughs) So the end of the clip, the little struggle there of the nerdiest fucking pigs on the face of this earth wrestling a monk who is trying his best to look like Paul Nashie. Uh, Yeah. Jesus. The noise ends up waking up our female protagonist. I can't be fucked to bother her name because the movie can't be fucked or repeated enough for me to learn it. It's Claire. It's Claire. Thank you. Apparently someone pays (laughs) attention to this film. Yeah, right. (laughs) She has a bunch of weird nightmare scare flashes that are happening right after being woken up by the protagonist a bunch of weird shit happens there's like one at the window then she wakes up in the bed then her husband wakes up and looks at her and then his face is bleeding or some shit and that scares her even further and then she ends up being comforted by her husband after that and we're still kind of lost and not sure what's going on now i've seen plenty of of discordant nonsense doesn't make any sense kind of italian films and even those feel more of a thorough through line that you can follow story-wise than this film yeah (laughs) right the away from that to a disco dance party because apparently Mm -hmm. we haven't had enough shitty dance. Oh, fuck. Dance with uh,
2: dance with God damn it, <laughs> dance with and dance
0: with me. I honestly think that Satan from the Train has possessed my console. Yeah, probably. So we must There's no reason be. why
1: you play that shitty song.
2: Oh, dude. Dance with oh,
0: Oh, this is the worst. It is. We won't mention it. <laughs> not... Mention what? I don't know what you're talking about. Good. Just
1: read the fucking note.
0: I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so the badass disco dance party that is just not making any sense. We finally get Cameron Mitchell back in this little segment, which yep. raises our estimation of the film ever so much. And he is watching this immortal Nazi guy who is all portrait of Dorian Gray, apparently, or whatever. Is he a vampire?
9: He's, uh, he, He's basically Satanist David Cassidy when you think of it. <laughs>
0: satanic david cassidy is everything i need in my life right now (laughs) the same bubblegum shit music only with like you know satanic lyrics over top of it
9: yeah you know partridge family fucking sacrificing virgins and shit that would be a much better show
0: yes and it's in the back of the bus and it's the same thing the same hippie shit they get them all in there and then they invoke satan that's That's right they they travel around the country killing people that'd be great (laughs) that's a movie i need to write that as a movie right right partridge family (laughs) knockoff where they're killing people in the back of the bus to sacrifice them to say let's talk about how great that movie is in comparison to this movie yes please <laughs> let's talk about how every no, no, other no, movie no, you no. have ever yeah. watched
1: god damn it i'm for it but let's get through these fucking notes man
0: <laughs> <laughs> matt you you look like you need something to cheer you up well that song does suck dance
4: with me,
2: dance with me. <laughs> i'm
0: getting oh, delirious better now yeah me too okay <laughs> so he's sitting there hanging out with a couple of young ladies and then he gets all lecherous all over a waitress and it's like a vampire like thing but we can't really tell what he's supposed to be all this while Cameron Mitchell is watching from afar kind of getting a little creepy about it but let's face it when you put Cameron Mitchell in the film you expect him to be kind of greasy and creepy Yeah, that's what his whole
9: purpose is and uh, if you're confused by the quick cut where uh, Satanist David Cassidy seduces the woman and then it cuts to Cameron Mitchell and then it just cuts again to uh, Satanist David Cassidy Uh, getting ready to fuck that girl. Those two scenes were like from separate parts of the film. Like they were, they were basically just shoved together. So they actually weren't in the same scene together. Like that disco dance thing. It wasn't, it wasn't the same fucking scene.
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
9: Yeah. (laughs) At
0: least something finally does in this film. All right. So they cut (laughs) away from that and we're in the Nazis house where the girl that he was uh, all lusting after is nude in the bed. So thank you movie. She's just kind of laying there and he is stripping down or at least he's removing a boot and he's taking his good fucking time Doing it and then he takes off his stock and his boot and holy shit, he's got goat hooves. Yeah. Motherfucking goat hooves. Yay! Best mm. effect in the whole fucking movie. I bet he can't yeah. dance with me.
2: Dance dance with me. Dance, dance with me.
0: <laughs> He'd have to oh, first
9: shit. hoof it over to where you are. <laughs> Sounds like it's a little hot
0: trot. (laughs) 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 I had to wait for that shitty song to finish all right let's finish this so we can get that off of the console the lady screams when she sees the hoof and then they cut back to the club and the girl is dumped out of the car in the parking lot and cameron mitchell all of a sudden storms into the devil nazi house thing if that's what it's supposed to be and it's been a little too long that i've had to actually try and explain what's going on <laughs> thankfully a narrator cuts in or something thank I, god dialogue i don't fucking remember does anybody know what's going on at this point in the film
3: let's ask this clip who is it
10: Police, open up. Get your
3: boss. Wait a minute. It's all right. Go back to bed.
10: Ever hear of a man named Weiss, a 70-year-old Jew? No.
3: He seemed to know you. So,
10: where are you from, Mr. Olivier? Really, officer, at this hour of the night. You see, Mr. Olivier, I got lots of time. Time is all I have. And I'm going to spend an awful lot of checking on you. Good night, Mr. Olivier.
0: Well, that was brief and quick and to the point, but it had Cameron Mitchell's voice in it. I'm pretty sure that's why I pulled it as a clip. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Works for me. <laughs> so after that, the guy waiting on the girl gets fed up and then heads on into the blue curtain room. Apparently, he broke into the house as well. You know, for a house that's owned by Satan and even evil it sure has no security no it's easy yeah, access right. really someone breaks in they're right, committing because, a sin know,
1: if you're you know full and demon evil you probably don't need a lot of security no you can yeah. just
0: transform your feet into goat hooves yeah. and scare some girls yeah right before you know satiating your satyr like urges mm-hmm. i guess i don't know maybe you know, play some music no but we're safe we're good yeah. it didn't happen yeah Dan. <laughs> nope <laughs> jesus that didn't trigger it either you're just tempted oh. fate aren't you maybe with me <laughs> <laughs> nope. That didn't do it either. That's odd. Oh. Maybe a shitty dance with me.
2: Oh, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> dance to dance me.
0: He's literally dancing every time he does it, so he is dancing with it, them, Matt, dancing with it. them. You're driving Lee nuts. I know. You're angering a Canadian. I didn't think that was possible. Well, I can't fucking... even
9: see it, and I'm angry.
1: That's it's a fucking Canadian who picked this movie. He's earned it. Fair enough. Uh, I guess.
0: That's fair. That is fair. But I, I have to own some of that, because I did buy this yeah, movie. Yeah, you did so.
1: buy it. I mean, that's
0: why I keep doing it to you, too. Wait till the turnaround in my notes when I start liking it. I'm going to pull a Horror House on Highway 5 on you by the end of this, Matt. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) <laughs> no I'm not that's a lie <laughs> spoiler alert for this review alright so the guy gets behind the curtain and he's in the room where apparently the old man dies and then he is brandishing a gun himself and then he ends up in this weird smoky void in the middle of nowhere which was starting to perk my interest and the movie was starting to pick up a little bit then he sees this clay statue that all of a sudden comes to life and starts acting claymation style and attacks a clay version of this guy killing yeah. him in stop animation wow uh, I'd like
9: like, I, I, I want to call this scene basically, fuck you, Ray Harryhausen. It's <laughs> basically what this
0: is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we can do that, too, with a ninety-five's worth of Play-Doh. Yeah. It reminded me of Mr. Bill's segments on SNL is what <laughs> it ended up oh, looking oh, no! at Oh,
4: yes,
2: There's that demon statue! He's gonna be mean to me! Oh, no!
1: <laughs> oh, no!
0: Come
12: on, Mr. Bill.
0: <laughs> they cut away from that to
12: our next clip. Claire Hansen. I've warned your husband, but he does not believe. I'm hoping you will receive this letter before it's too late. I won't let them have you. Beware, for out of the pits of hell, Satan has come for you. In God's name, Peppini, Satan?
0: Who names their priest Panini? I mean, really? I know that's not his name. I'm just uh, fucking around.
9: <laughs> Who names their kid Panini? It's
0: someone who's hard pressed to find a name. Yeah, hard pressed. Man.
9: Panini. Uh, huh? uh, uh, all I gotta say is he's a priest, and we don't see him rape any children on screen. So, I mean, monk. He's a monk. Monk. Uh, that's right. That's right. He's a monk. So monk. he's you know he's he's not raping children. He's he's fasting. He's drinking a lot of Belgian beer probably. <laughs> so he's yeah, all right. So after she reads this creepy ass letter
0: that just appears in her house, she heads upstairs. Ends up trapped inside of a closet for some reason, which a hell pit opens up and hell zombies come out to try and drag her down. As she fights to hold on to a doorknob, she is then being pulled vertically and then up to a full horizontal pull where she's floating above the hole that is somehow supposed to be pulling her in even though she's directly horizontal with it as though they just hung her from wires and didn't think about the angle that would pull her into the hole. (laughs)
1: You're putting more thought in this than they did when they made
0: it. I know. I I saw that and that's immediately where my brain went in the two seconds that this scene lasted. (laughs) The vision ends all of a sudden, just about as quickly as it fucking started, because I guess they spent money on it. Why waste showing it on screen for much longer than this? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, much like Matt, she exits the closet. Oh, right. (laughs) You're just like, whatever, just get the movie done. I'm done with this. (laughs) I just want to dance with me. Dance with me, dance
13: with
0: me. Poor Lee. He's had enough of this. They cut away from that to she's at a church lighting some candles, and There's some more expository dialogue where a priest gets done raping a child and that's our next clip. (laughs) Where have I
14: sinned,
12: Father? What is happening to me?
0: You
14: have been chosen to combat the evil of satan and his emissaries on earth god has granted special powers to those who are pure in thought and kind in heart this is your cross to bear Why me? we cannot choose our fate nor the times we are born to live in it is not by accident that you have met the devil's emissary you are one of the chosen he can never destroy you now you have a task to perform look down at the floor it is an ancient box made of the true wood of the cross of our lord who died on it guard this box well dr claire hansen for it is your mission to remove the heart of the devil's demon, Olivier, and secure it in this holiest of vessels.
0: Okay, so that makes a whole
9: lot of sense, right? Um, the- yeah. <laughs> why Why all of a sudden, how does this fucking priest know this in the first place? Why all of a sudden is this suddenly happening? Why have they not been fighting this undead demon Satan Nazi guy for years? They, they have to wait for Claire to fucking do this shit? Like, what the fuck is going on? It makes no sense. It's just dumb
0: more importantly how did the wood from the cross survive so long that they could actually make that stupid fucking box that looks like a general jewelry box that you would buy at any like craft shop
9: because jesus
0: right all of this is because jesus yeah they're shortcutting it because it's a priest and we're just supposed to forgive and forget because this confession booth floor just opens up and has this Mm. magical light from below and then the box just slides out but did you notice how when the floor slides open it's all jerky and weird because the stage hands couldn't get a smooth pull (laughs) on the cords that were moving it and then when it slams (laughs) shut it slams shut and pushes the box up off of the platform it was actually sticking on <laughs> you see the box pop up that's my next critique that yeah. I had so uh,
9: God doesn't have a great budget that's all there's to it
0: that's why he's constantly asking for all of our money Lee that's how it works it,
9: yeah exactly exactly give more to Joel Olstein because we need better trap doors <laughs>
0: to hide our crucifix made boxes yeah. to contain demon heart whatever yeah. after this they cut away to Cameron Mitchell once again bringing the film back up in our estimation he is examining the old Jewish man's Pepe Silva wall trying to find out where all this <laughs> mail is coming to. I, I legit wrote that in my notes.
9: That's great. That's good.
0: <laughs> Any of those kinds of like crazy tracking a conspiracy, particularly when you have lines that are leading to different places, from here on out on this show, it will be a Pepe Silva wall. Okay, <laughs> That's our new lexicon. Legit. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so he's finding this dead man's Nazi hunting aspect. He starts going through all these different uh, photos finding once again where Pepe Silva's mail is all coming from. And it turns out that the mad monk was actually right. And so so was this old Jewish man. The guy's been alive for centuries. Then they cut to the mad monk trying to do his best to protect Richard Maul's character. He's heading to the Nazi's house because he's deciding he's going to do it on his own. And so he just also walks in because, again, the devil needs no security because he's secure in himself. Yeah. He is invited in and tells the woman he is there to do battle with the demon woman herself or Satan or whatever. She's all there in white. She gives him her name. Turns out that it is Ishtar or Itar or however you want to pronounce it I call it horse shit she transforms (laughs) into a skeletal vampire like puppet probably the second greatest effect in the entirety of the movie and that's saying something yeah yeah (laughs) and then she chases that monk out of the house and into the beach area as a hole opens up and a claymation spider demon I don't know what else to call it crawls out of that hole then the demon goes all claymation and grabs a hold of the monk who also becomes claymation he drags the monk claymation style into hell Drops him into the pit. The pit reforms claymation style. They cut to expository dialogue. I need a goddamn break from this. That's our next clip. You say he
10: called you yesterday.
12: Yes, I drove him to the pier and he said he had an appointment in the roundhouse.
10: Any reason to believe he'd commit suicide?
12: I didn't know him that well.
10: He was murdered. Held under the water till he was drowned. There are bruises on his neck and shoulders. Ms. Hansen, who'd want to kill
12: him? I couldn't say. My husband told me he was a defrocked monk that he once encountered the death.
10: Why'd he call you? To warn me. Against what?
12: I'm afraid you wouldn't understand.
10: Try. Please try me. He warned you against what? Satan. Who? Satan. Satan? Uh, that'll be all, Miss Hanson. I'm sorry to have you.
3: Really, Mr. Stern, is this necessary? No, oh, this man? Never saw him before.
10: You can go, Mrs. Hanson. Mr. Olivier, may I have your attention, please? Look. See? The same 666 was on Jim's scalp, the parking attendant. Mrs. Hanson... I
3: said you can go. This man was murdered by Jim. Seems you have a double mystery on your hands. You can go. Thank you.
10: You know, you got some kind of a fix on that guy. He hasn't done a damn thing. I
3: know. I know where it is.
10: I know. Now, let me show. There, now. You see, Dieter? That's World War I, 1914. A long, long time ago. Now look over here. Yes, over here. That's that's the Franco-Prussian War of 1870. 1870. With Bismarck, 1875. Think of that, Dieter. And he's the same guy. Yeah, he hasn't aged a day in all those years. This is what Weiss meant when he said, look on the wall. Let's shake something out of that son of a bitch. Go.
3: Let's go. Something. Jesus. I represent a foundation who is very interested in your work. I'm not an interest foundation. Look, don't bother. I think it would be advantageous if we met... I'm sorry, sir, but I don't meet with strangers. Dr. Hansen, I am not a stranger. We've met many times before in the past. Well, I have no recollection of it. You'll remember the face.
6: Look, I'm afraid I don't understand. A boat will meet you at the pier. Be there. Hello?
0: That was a very threatening bee there, wasn't it? Right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so he gets picked up at the pier. He gets taken out to the house. And as he's on his way, he takes out some type of a gun. While Cameron Mitchell and his partner pull up outside of the house, Cameron goes inside and his partner is trapped in the car. While the satanic David Cassidy stands outside looking at him, the guy starts to panic when he can't open the doors. Then he all of a sudden is getting gassed within the car. I don't, okay, the guy was a Nazi at one point in time. Sure, let's just, supernaturally gas a man locked <laughs> inside a car. Whatever yeah. movie.
9: But fucking budget a vagoda here. He's basically, I, I, I've i driven a car and I can't get out basically is, is what it is. <laughs> he is like fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So
0: Cameron Mitchell's character goes to try and save his partner because that's what you do with your partner. You constantly save them even when they're on the toilet that's been bombed. He tries to open the car door. He's not able to do it. Doesn't think about breaking open a window for some reason even though he has a gun and other ways of being able to do it. And then all of a sudden an unrelated explosion out of nowhere in someone else's yeah. film I'm guessing just goes off and we're supposed to believe because of a light bright flash over top of Staten's David Cassidy that this was Cameron Mitchell exploding so that was a very special type of gas I guess
9: I guess <laughs> this is the second time I've seen Cameron Mitchell have a surprise death scene in like a really cheap horror film uh, <laughs> I want to see more films where this happens to him just so I'll know it's a trope you know and I can, I can call back to it
0: pointless explosion to end <laughs> exit Cameron Mitchell out of the film or something yeah, along well, those lines.
9: Well, there was Pointless Explosion. Then there's another movie he did in, uh, I believe it was 79. It was released in 81. It was called The Demon where he plays like a, a psychic uh, detective. Like a spoiler alert psychic. for
0: anyone who wants to watch The Demon and hasn't seen it. Go ahead. <laughs>
9: yeah, uh, he, he he gets shot uh, by a character that you wouldn't expect would shoot him in the head. He's supposed <laughs> to be psychic too, so
0: obviously he didn't see that coming. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's not how it works, Court. that's not how sci. Psych- energy works. Sometimes the visions are just, you don't have control over it. I know, guys, but he still didn't see it coming. It's funny. Fuck off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And because the film can't be fucked to try and explain anything to us without narration or expository dialogue or anything else that's going on, they cut to our
3: next clip. Up here, Dr. Hanson. Do you know who I am?
6: You must be Mr. Olivier.
3: We want you to join our organization, Doctor.
6: I'd have to know a great deal more about it.
3: Oh, you know all about us.
6: We, too, believe God is
3: dead just who are you i serve the master it'll be your privilege to serve him too i
6: serve no i'm my own master there is only one master and his name is satan i don't believe in satan any more than i believe in god recant never recant
3: before this touches the floor
0: well, Richard Mall is standing strong in his atheism, being all proto Richard Dawkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this film has again real potential to it, where you could kind of see what they were trying to do, but they just didn't have the budget. And there's some really cool ideas, and like I really want to see the complete version of it to kind of try and get an idea of what's going on. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to suffer with. <laughs> <laughs>
9: yeah, it's, it's a it's a bit of a chore, but it's way better than this condensed version. It definitely is. And
0: how can I mean, it be any worse other than being longer? <laughs> <laughs> well, and and, and
9: and and here's the key: you, you don't get the uh, worst special effect, <laughs> claymation special effect I've in this film, and probably that I've seen that I can remember when uh, poor old Richard Maul gets killed. In the, in the, it's fucking bad. It's
0: I so thought it was bad. a great idea, but the execution was ridiculous because oh yeah, with this, whenever the scarf or whatever it is that he drops, it hits the ground and automatically Richard Maul is transformed into a puppet show with yeah. like claymation style where the Nazi turns into a claymation demon thing that we saw earlier when the boyfriend or whatever from the waitress that, you know, went crazy yeah. goes in to go kill him. That same claymation looking statue where it's like supposed to be a skull, but the teeth look like Cthulhu tentacles that go up up and down instead right. of teeth. And then so right after that happens, all of a sudden the lore opens up and Richard Maul gets turned into a doll puppet thing as well. And he falls down into this pit, hits against a cross, then catches fire and three sixes form on his burnt, and skin. The burnt stuff was cool. Like, if they could have just yeah. done that, that was neat, but I didn't understand what all the claymation stuff was for, other than just to the, pat out the film.
9: The, the claymation was the improvements on the previous special effects that I can they, hear uh, your inserted. quotes when
0: you say improvements.
9: Yeah, <laughs> and I actually did them as well with my hands as I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible, Lee. It's so terrible. It is so bad. Yeah, So fucking bad.
0: They cut away from this to the missus is praying while the box opens filling the room with a bright light and the holy power of confusion I guess because we still don't know what's going on in this film Ooh. she starts stalking the devil house and chilling out and then the Nazis there then they cut away and they show her docking the Nazi guy elsewhere outside of the devil Nazi house as he's walking around she gears up the car and runs him the fuck over with her car he goes flying up on the hood of it and then up across the top of the roof of the car then rolls back down and hits the windshield cracking it and growling like a demon best fucking <coughs> thing in the entire goddamn fucking picture besides the nudity. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) They cut away from this to at the hospital, she preps him for surgery as she begins the process of cutting out his heart while keeping him drugged. They didn't explain why she needed to do it this way, why she couldn't just cut out the heart and throw it in the box. Yeah. Why it has to be done surgically or anything like that. You also have no fucking clue who the other lady is with her that's sometime there and sometimes not. I'm guessing it was the girl that was like, you know, from the club that was forced to be with him, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it don't matter. It's her future lesbian lover, because in my brain, that's where this movie's going, and that's how I want to see it, so there we go.
9: That's, that's a better movie. You have to be a homosexual
0: yeah, right. to be a hero for God.
9: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: a clip that I'd be proud to have said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she preps him for surgery, they're working at it, blah blah blah. All of a sudden, the nurse lady that's with her, whoever that's supposed to be, her assistant, nurse, whatever, future lesbian lover, goes stab happy all over the fucking body of the demon guy with some forceps for no reason at all. She then stops her and that person then collapsed. This whole sequence then goes full on exorcist. As she starts trying to cut out the heart, all these pieces of equipment come flying at her and are moving about the room all through the hospital room. It's just falling apart. It's being thrown everywhere. They try to get out his heart. She finally does. And then she gets it into the box. As the woman goes to place the heart in the box, that nurse that was helping her is grabbed by the demon who apparently swapped bodies with her. Even he yeah. He then exits the hospital completely unharmed. We get a little more expository dialogue and our final fucking clip. We are almost done with this movie. Hallelujah. (laughs) You see,
5: I won! Claire failed! (laughs) She was faithful to the end. That is victory. But my man walked out alive. Only because I let him.
11: I grant you, Claire, but you can't deny me her husband. He said God is dead. I
5: hate to separate them. I leave the decision to Claire.
11: That isn't fair. Fair?
5: Did I hear you say fair? Gentlemen, it's
0: dawn. Since when does God leave the decision up to anybody else about damnation or whether or not you get to be in his grace? Never. He's not. This is is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Satan should have gotten the atheist and I know that's really ironic that I'm saying that (laughs) (laughs) but if you're gonna follow the fucking doctrines of the horseshit fucking religion you're hanging your whole fucking element of the wraparound story the fucking atheist should have gone to Satan. Better in purgatory. God hates to break up a set though apparently. Yeah. What the fuck movie? All right, never mind. I'm not even gonna try and understand it because we're almost out and I'm frustrated.
1: Don't try to understand the insane because you will just become (laughs) insane
0: yourself. Before long, I'm gonna start writing a song that's really fucking shitty. Like, it's like the console
13: knew.
0: The
9: console knew the whole time what I was Uh, thinking. Yeah. All yeah. right. I, I mean, you got to keep in mind that they, <laughs> this this poor fuck, this uh, Jay Schlossberg Cohen, would who came in and directed like the inserts to all this, uh, and uh, also the wraparound. As far as I can tell, he had to make all these films that were cut badly and forced together into one film. He had to try to make them make sense somehow with this wraparound. And <laughs> goddamn, the, the the guy had the hardest fucking job you could fucking think of as far as movie making.
0: I will give him an aw nice try slugger for that i will give him a nice try slugger for that but still jesus we see one more rock video music uh, they talk about the people in the train and then it's that time they're all gonna fucking die so the train then goes off the tracks and then we get a large explosion that happens in footage once again from another movie where apparently a train station catches on fire or whatever the satan character laughs a bunch about this satan wants to judge the musicians and get them brought down but apparently the musicians are forgiven because God in his mercy has allowed them to become one with him. He made a bad move. He then curses Satan once again to roam the earth to go after the wicked, which he was already doing, so how is that really a curse? He's just putting... <laughs> He's basically telling Satan to go to his room. Whatever.
9: He, he tells him uh the, the, the devil shall forever seek the company of men. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> then that song kicks up again. Okay. We're in the clear. We're good. And it fades in again <laughs> as the train goes off into space. I shit you not. There yeah. are train checks out into space. We have... They're kind of... Sp- base trucking, aren't
9: they? I yeah, believe oh, yeah.
1: so. <music> yes, they apparently were. AstroStrain, transform and
0: get us out of here. <laughs> they, in fact, roll credits. <laughs> we're out we're free <laughs> okay as much belly aching and as much pissing and moaning that i did about this movie i actually had a lot of fun watching it oh. i hate yeah. to say I had this Some laughs. yeah it's one of those things where it's so fucking ridiculous that the whole entire time i'm like i want a riff tracks for this i want an mst3k episode out of this i want something along those lines because i think they could really do something quite fun with this film yeah and then i realized that i was doing that in my brain the entire time i didn't write any of it down in the notes but i was saying all sorts of, like, kind of some of the shit that I was joking about here. Yeah. And I was formulating in my head what we were going to do and talk about on the show instead of actually paying attention to the movie. (laughs) Because, you know, like I would take notes and then i back it up and, like, make sure that that's what I saw. And I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. The movie's constantly trying to distract you from the movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's a film in that it starts at zero minutes and ends at an hour and 33 minutes. Yeah. Roughly 93 minutes of film. It has a three-act structure ish Mm -hmm. but beyond that it's it's like a random clip show
9: yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah it it has about 60 minutes well maybe 70 minutes of three other films and then it's got a bunch of shit that they have to stick in the middle to try to pull this together and ironically for an anthology horror film the wraparound is actually better than anything they show you in the three segments for the most part it's it's the best shot part of the film uh Mm -hmm. and even the fucking stupid fucking uh I'm not gonna say it (laughs) this
2: The dance, dance, the dance,
0: new. Oh, no.
9: Sorry, Lee. The console
0: knew. Oh. You, you just. Oh God! The fucking console. Jesus Christ!
9: <laughs> you can't talk shit about it. It'll it'll find oh, you. Okay, I love you, console. Don't do that ever again. <laughs> yeah but i mean that's that's one of the things that intrigued me about this is that my god what lengths they went to to try to piece this together like this philip Jordan guy apparently was like this uh really sleazy version of roger corman who was filming shit in utah and like apparently his offices were out of a a ex-mormon church and he was just like trying to put all these failed films together and make some cash out of them finally and didn't work thankfully because no one's heard of Philip. Jordan sense I guess but
0: <laughs> but Night Train to Terror gets resurrected and given this wonderful Blu-ray treatment from Vinegar Syndrome this yeah. film looks and sounds better than it fucking deserves to on this disc the oh, yeah. Blu-ray is immaculate it's ridiculous and you almost want to like call up Vinegar Syndrome and be like can't you get something better than this why did you do this but there's there's audience thing isn't it yeah I yeah. think it is it's the films that like the red-headed stepchildren of film that no one wants that's what Vinegar Syndrome does
9: and it's Yeah true. it's all the it's all the shit Code Red won't touch.
0: <laughs> or hasn't gotten to yet, let's put it that yeah. way, because I think yeah. Code Red would pretty much release anything. They would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know, the film is equal parts intriguing and frustrating, and like, I want to watch it removed from trying to review it one more time before I totally decide on whether or not I want to get rid of the Blu-ray DVD set. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just put it on the back burner and wait for that.
9: <laughs> I mean, doesn't doesn't the Vinegar Syndrome uh, Blu-ray, doesn't that give you, like, the films themselves? uh separate from the the actual night train the terror doesn't it give you like the individual films that it
0: I don't know if the DVD does that or not the Blu-ray certainly does not it wasn't in the menus it just had uh-huh. uh commentary and things like that I'll check and see if they're on the DVD I will watch them all separately at some point I, I yeah, know me I'll do it
9: Yeah cuz cuz I would I would I would recommend people check out Cataclysm and Death Wish Club at the very least uh which are the the second and third segments cuz the and I wouldn't say those films are good but they're interesting at the very least uh, Death Wish Club is nuts like it, it, it's it's just worth watching just because it's nuts like that would be a hello this is the Doom Show episode I th- no, no problem I think
0: they actually did this film they did Night did Train they? to Terror and I believe that they actually broke down the individual segments because I believe Richard did watch them I don't know how well, he, he got his hands on them but I'm pretty sure that they did that so, well, he, uh,
9: he, I think he's a bigger Cameron Mitchell freak than I am so yeah <laughs>
0: well and also hello this is the Doom Show does a wonderful thing where they'll take a movie like this and they'll give it the respect it's definitely not do and treat it (laughs) and treat it so much more fairly than I'm ever willing to give a film of this caliber. And that's one of the wonderful things about this show, that show. So go check that out, folks. It does exist. It's out there. I'm not sure how far back that they did that, but I know that they covered this. And I remember him talking about the individual pieces of the film now that you mentioned it. So there we go. Anybody else want to say anything else about this film before we pull the chain on it?
9: Well, I'll just say that the whole impetus for this was my Cameron Mitchell obsession because (laughs) I saw him. I, I saw him in Nightmare in Wax uh, years ago, and I was like, I need to see this guy's filmography, but I don't need to see necessarily his earlier filmography where he was a legit like star. I need to see the last 30 years where he was paying alimony and doing every fucking job he could get his hands on to make money. And this is one of those films. For that, it's worth it to me to uh, have watched it. So there you go.
0: My favorite of his later roles that uh, popped up is definitely The Toolbox Murders. I love yeah. him in that. um, it's still a decent movie hung around the whole ploy of having Cameron Mitchell in the film. I think that might have been the last like really good movie that he got just to be able to make a paycheck. I think that's it started to decline shortly after that, unfortunately. And if I'm wrong, which I'm sure I'll hear it out there of a better Cameron Mitchell film than Toolbox Murders, that's great. I'll definitely check it out because, let's face it, you need more Cameron Mitchell in your life, preferably sweaty, according to the Doom show. Mm (laughs) All right, folks, I think we have just enough time left over in the evening for this recording. Let's uh, Uh, take a little break here, we'll play a promo for another podcast, and then we'll have some PSYOP news. We let things pile up in the DVR, we add them to our queues, we wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays, we time
13: shift. The Time Shifters Podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com.
0: the dulcet tones of the aptly named train to nowhere because <laughs> that's where the plot of the film went yep matt you're looking like you just want to get the hell out of here and you've had enough for the night oh my god you just can't escape because you have to give me some sigh of
1: from our friend Darren Wilson oh what a Darren post guy injected his dick with stem cells to try to make
0: it bigger I'm <laughs> taking another dick the stem cells yeah well I guess mutant penis that's time It's from
1: uh, Gizmodo oh okay that's reliable yeah, Circle well. Jerk <laughs> I blame Darren. Anyway, uh, Ben Greenfield is a cult figure among fitness fanatics, a guru to the sort of nerds who devote themselves to meticulously monitoring their own biometric data for insight into their own personal health. He has,
13: Your what? silicone penis budget
0: is out of control, is what people told him <laughs> he after probably, he did that. <laughs> He has more than
1: 50,000 Twitter followers, 60,000 Facebook fans, and 30,000 YouTube subscribers. And there's a lot of weighing around. Thanks, Ricky. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. By the way, this article was done by a Kristen Brown, just let everyone know. Now he may become known for something else entirely. Injecting himself, girl with a
0: corpse hand. That too.
1: Injecting <laughs> himself with uh, stem cells in hopes that it'll make his dick bigger. It's
0: micro penis time. Drop the humongous bull.
1: Greenfield said he wants to take care of his body in the best possible way. And during, uh, it said this during a webinar earlier in the month in which he spoke to listeners walking on a treadmill. Part of that, he said, means having fun with using what science has given us to make the body better. I don't believe that to be part of it. Basically, a club meat sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. (laughs) Greenfield is something of a human science experiment, is willing to try almost anything in the name of getting ripped and some publicity. I make money from my sex work.
0: That makes sense why he wants to stay in
1: shape. Probably, yeah. Yeah. He has subjected himself to a palate-rich plasma injections, stem cell injections, and even sound wave therapy. I got Botox in my scrotum. Balls as smooth as eggs on that Yeah, right?
9: Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no wrinkles down there. (laughs) He's He's a weird fucking vampire, this motherfucker. Holy shit.
0: There's another thing that he did too, Matt. Oh, is that me getting a metal rod shoved up my rectum? I don't understand how that would make (laughs) him feel any younger or whatever.
9: Yeah, I don't... uh, Yeah, so he's... uh... Now, did he stick the needle down his pee hole? I'm a... (laughs) Hot clip. <laughs> I got it in. <laughs> Listen, man. All
1: you need is and vodka and cigarettes, and the pounds will just come right off. That's true. And <laughs> that's what I'm trying right now. In November, Greenfield visited U.S. Stem Cell, a controversial clinic in Florida. Of course, it's in Florida. To have his penis injected with his own stem
13: cells. Shoot some fucking ropes.
1: If the if the name of the clinic <laughs> seems familiar, that's because it's the same Florida clinic that last year unintentionally blinded three patients in a clinical trial of an unproven stem cell therapy. Vagina smells like dead body. Well, in August of 2017... (laughs) <laughs> uh, the Food and Drug Administration sent U.S. stem cell and its chief scientific officer, Kristen Comella, who appears in the webinar video with Greenfield, a warning letter.
9: It always comes back to dick.
1: Pretty much. It's her. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so this guy uh, apparently this is supposed to help out with guys with erectile dysfunction, but he said, he, this guy said he wanted to go from good to great, and that's why he's going to go ahead and do it, even though he does not have ED. Everyone will be coming on my face. <laughs> okay. where, where did this he said uh, where did this he Fuck, learn his science. said those stem cells were injected into the meat of the tissue. Meat of, his, of the uh, tissue. Yeah, of his oh. penis. Okay. And he said you don't feel a thing other than a little bit of pressure. Oh, so they, pretty they sure injected Pretty sure you feel it, the, the needle going in. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
9: yeah. So they injected in the meat. They didn't inject it into the actual bone. That's good. Several
0: early stage studies <laughs> have shown that stem <laughs> That's cells. That's not how
9: physiology works yeah. on a human male. There's oh, no oh, bone really? in there. Yeah. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. You, you, you guys, you, you guys don't have a bone in your dick?
0: No, just the the one that oh. i put in my apple lang but that's just for show
9: yeah. oh, all right jesus man <laughs> Must be a must be a physiological difference between Canadians and Americans.
0: Apparently, either that or you have a mutation that you need to deal with. Your poor wife. This is his way I, of work. His way of working in that he has a whale cock.
9: I <laughs> I, I, I might need I might need stem
0: cells. <laughs> Something he Jesus. says
1: right now. He goes. I. He said it's like it grew. He says his like uh, it grew. Yeah. He says his, <laughs> he thinks his erections are bigger. Afraid of vaginas. He says it's harder. <laughs> and he says his orgasms are better. He said uh, I haven't. Taken out a ruler, but when inside my wife, she can tell. And there's
0: a lot of weighing around. Is what she keeps (laughs) saying. That's
1: (laughs) definitely what she's probably saying. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's insanity. Yeah. I'm blowing
0: this dog to show dominance. <laughs> Shooting a fucking hot load all over this dog.
1: <laughs> Those two go together so well. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's, uh, that's really the gist of the story there.
0: Okay, so the guy's injecting his cock with stem cells yeah, at a clinic that's proven to blind three other patients.
1: Who are willing to, you know, cut corners to, for, in the name of quote unquote science. Yeah, I
0: think that's going in the spank bank. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think that's how stem cells are supposed to work. It's like it's not like 1950s sci-fi medicine. You don't just inject it into them and stuff happens. I could yeah. see
0: growth hormone, maybe. Like if you inject it maybe, directly into the yeah. muscles, maybe mm. it's a possibility. But, not but, that I'm not are, trying that right now on air.
1: Yeah, no, Damn it,
0: uh, I'm not a doctor.
9: <laughs> uh, are stem cells supposed to be like you know? We'll we'll try to cure cancer with this. It's not like it's going to grow a new dick for you. It's, Medical
0: um, science is only there to try and make small cocked people bigger dicked <laughs> that's or, all it's there for guys well,
1: they really need the c- it hard hard
0: <laughs> yeah that's all that that's all medical science we're is. not here to cure AIDS or cancer <laughs> yeah we're not oh. we're not improving quality of life only quality of cock
9: well I mean if clip. that's the case then they're that's still in the plugged. fucking dark ages
0: <laughs> speaking of dark ages my new favorite Matt clip vagina smells like dead body
1: we say so many things on this is show it,
0: is it all vagina or just like one in particular? I don't vagina know smells like dead body.
1: Is that like one put together or did I actually no, say that actually? You actually said that. When did I say that? Was
0: that? Like- it was during Terror Train. Was it? Terror whenever Train? the guy was walking up on the dead girl, and you said yeah. your vagina smells like oh, dead body yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the girls. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I can't remember saying that.
0: <laughs> all right, let's just to pull the chain on this. This is just too bad, uh, oh, Cap. Man, Holy yeah. shit! Oh. All right, so let moral to the story, folks. Don't inject things into your penis unless yeah. it's you know, absolutely Ever. necessary.
1: Unless it's coconut oil? Was that what that was? What were those guys yeah, that to was doing? the other the coconut oh, oil. Yeah. yeah you, you go ahead and do that, I guess. I that goes know. way back, man. That's
0: like in the fifties episodes. That know, goes way right? back. People were shooting up I, coconut oil. I still oil.
1: remember that because the side effects when we read it were horrifying.
0: <laughs> what do you think stem cells are gonna do? I know, I'm probably equally as horrifying. He probably just got his cock pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ooh, that well, birthday I mean,
1: process
9: with, is going to be awful. But <laughs> at, at least with coconut oil, your cum will probably taste better.
2: That's about <laughs> it. <laughs>
9: <laughs> now in Caribbean
0: flavored.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Coming my ties. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I'm with just clipping Mal- the fuck out of myself here.
1: Baloo rum flavored.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at least he didn't get arrested because you know what's gonna happen then. What? You can't pay your bail. Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. <laughs> Fancy's gonna be on next yeah. week, so we're gonna Is have it? all sorts of fun oh, yeah. with him on the show. All I right. can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> all right, folks, that's it for the psyop news. We're gonna take one last break here we're gonna play a promo for hello this is the doom show which has done a much better job covering this film than us and when we come back we'll have a little bit of music and we'll close out this fucking madcap show
13: hello this is the doom show keep on keeping on and keep on trucking america we don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any (laughs) (laughs) the truth hurts i just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback sorry guys that's gotta go (laughs) that's gotta go in there (laughs) so on the show Uh, We talk about giallo movies, and slasher movies, and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard, or Jeffrey, or Simon. That's right. We have four people, and we always talk at once, except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Or check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com you can check out more hello this is the doom show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com check for our amazon exclusive hello this is the doom show cookbook do you like hot dogs <laughs> we got them do you like mac and cheese we got it do you like cheddar we have it Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow.
0: Little Velvet Underground to kind of round out the uh, mm, end of yeah, the show here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not dance with me, dance with me, but yeah, we're, it's fine. We're, we've finally gotten that removed yeah. from the console. It only yeah. took me three and a half hours on the break. Oh. Lee, thanks so much for the patience just for us to close out the show while that was happening. Yeah, <laughs> it was worth it. Alright, so before we actually close out the show here, Lee, where can they
9: find your amazing show?
8: They must be destroyed on site!
9: Go to tmbdos.podbean.com and you'll find all the requisite links there, so that'll be good.
0: RSS feed, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all that shit. Listen, guys, go out there and find.
8: They must be destroyed on site
0: Because if you're not listening to it, it, is the best podcast you are currently not listening to, and I mean that. That's the reason why I wanted to make sure that I got Lee on the show here. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because you're on the show, man. I'm I'm a supporter, definitely.
9: Oh, you're you're far too kind. I mean, I'm a massive fan of this show, so it's like I'm fanboying out actually being on this. So. It's kind of embarrassing to to even have you guys say you like my show. It's great.
0: Oh, come on. We're just a couple of guys in Omaha, Nebraska, putting out a show that I work way too hard on while Matt's on his phone. (laughs) You can find us folks at LegionPodcast.com forward slash cinema psyops. We have a Facebook group, cinema Psyops, where you can post psyop news that may or may not get read, depending upon how much time we waste on talking about a film that we may or may not like. We can't even tell how we feel anymore. Night Train to Terror has demoralized us in all sorts ways. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. could almost vote Republican. I so don't care about oh life my anymore.
4: <laughs>
0: you can find me That's on different. Facebook. I'm Court Psyops. You can find Matt on Facebook. He is Matt Psyop. If you found the plank that says brutal and is all yellow, you have found the man that you were looking for. That's you, technically
1: my picture. It's just jaundiced. You can email
0: feedback to <laughs> Matt Syop, Matt at gmail.com where you can send him your actual Psyop news directly and make it easier for him to find the article as well as posting it in the group. One way, shape, or form or another, he may check that email. Whatever. take that shit. <laughs> Use the hashtag psyopnews. Yeah. Tag Matt in it when you post it in the group so he can actually go to it and get it in his notifications. You can email feedback to court Court at gmail.com where you can also send in the clips that you've pulled out of the show yourselves. Come on, folks. Don't make me do all the work on this show. At least give me a little bit of help here. Please? Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Love us! You can tweet a couple of tweets to a couple of twats. I'm at court underscore PsyOp and he is at Styop. Matt, don't send us anything about Terror Train. We, we're we done. We're yeah, no, yeah. No. I, I got a clock out. Unless it's, you know, still frames of the boobs in the movie, then go ahead. We'll, we'll take there that. You, you can slide that into our DMs. We're all good with that. Yeah. Lee, if they want to stalk you online and you want to give out those deets that they can find you.
9: Again, just go to tmbdos.podbean.com and you can find pretty much all my details there. All my different links and shit. So uh, just go there.
0: There you go. If you want to sweaty Cameron Mitchell, stock him like in Night Train to Terror. You got all the deets you need. Mm. Or you can just search for
8: they must be destroyed on site podcast
9: and it'll probably take you right to it probably i don't think there's any other podcasts that are close to being named like that so yeah
8: all
0: right folks go out there and look for it and while you're doing that kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch (laughs) I'll just insert that later. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: We're gonna go and talk about how Robert Mall's a racist now, or not a racist, a rapist. Robert Mall is actually a rapist.
9: Yeah, well, Richard Mole. Richard Mull. Richard Mull. Mull.
1: Richard Mull. Oh. I say Robert. Uh, let's, yeah. let's,
9: let's get the rapist names right. Yeah, yeah we probably
1: should do that. Yeah. yeah. Can we just get to how Bull's <laughs> fucked up? Because I only know Bull <laughs> from fucking Night court. Yeah.
0: Can we talk about how Richard Blake is a murderer? Oh wait, well, uh, by your turn uh, it's Robert.
4: Uh, <laughs> Robert Blake.
1: Either way, I bet, I bet they're both. <laughs> that's
0: wait, that's allegedly because he got let off the hook.
1: Wow. Uh, yeah. God, yeah. you have money, man. You really can do whatever the fuck you want, yeah. especially out in California. Quite literally. If you have money and you live out in California, fuck it. I mean, the world is your oyster.
9: <laughs> I don't even know if Robert Blake had money at that point. He just got off. Yeah, you were talking uh, how about here. this?
1: If you're a white guy in California, <laughs> yeah, the world is your
0: oyster. If you're a white guy in America. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And by America, I mean the United States, not yeah. the whole continent. Not the whole continent of America. No, uh, It
9: pretty much works up here, too.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, they don't call it the Great White North for nothing. Uh, uh, that's right. Uh, 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 racist yeah. bastards. <laughs> Sitting up there it's your goddamn maple syrup, and you're really, ham. really. Do I have to mute you? No, I'm fine. Stop insulting the Canadians. I, I love you Canadians. Know, you,
9: you, you can actually insult Canadians because I'm probably the least Canadian Canadian you can think of. I have no nationalism or pride at all. Nice. All right. All right. You
1: fucking nihilist prick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs>
9: I, yeah, I, I feel like I took too many notes. <laughs> I have all the notes. <laughs>
0: I took considerably less notes than what I normally Wouldn't do, the and I'm not trying many to get notes. the head of the class. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. I see you back there, Mr. Russell. You'll get your moment in the spotlight.
1: <laughs> do you ever get tired of being an insufferable know-it-all?
9: <laughs> Is that Howard Hessman talking to me, head of the class? Holy shit!
0: <laughs> yeah, it
9: sounded like it. Yeah, didn't right. it? Yeah.
0: You know, that's actually something that a teacher has actually said to me. Incessant know-it-all. No yeah, an incessant know-it-all or whatever. Yeah, insufferable. What insufferable. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard incessant. I've been uh, told I'm an incessant know-it-all. Yeah, you're that too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I told him? What? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really have much to say after no, that. Would... Yeah. That was back in the days when teachers could throw things at you, like erasers <laughs> yeah, and chalk. Yeah. Just throw it at you. Yeah. Are you chuck it at you. We, we're not oh, here yeah. to talk about that. We need no. to talk about this we're wonderful film. We're not here to film.
1: talk about teachers abusing yeah. their students. We also need <laughs> to
0: stop abusing this film because it doesn't deserve our derision. (laughs) well maybe a little little all of it i think it's kink is being shamed it must be (laughs) so we're gonna shame it for everything we're we're
1: gonna indulge in it's kink the audience
0: for this film
9: has to be one kinky motherfucker i gotta (laughs) say
1: well you know legion is now going to legion after dark show so i mean we might as well incorporate that as much as we can yeah there's going (laughs) to have
0: masochism all over that show and this is definitely a film for masochists yeah because if you enjoy suffering this is the movie for you it's definitely a candidate for mst3k i don't I oh, why it never made it I, on there. Maybe it's because yeah. of all the nudity. No, because they've had other films that had nudity oh. that they just kind of blurred I just out or whatever. saw like a whole yeah. lot
1: of it, but I mean, uh. we'll
0: get to the nudity. That, that's one of the smart parts it's that this film. Smart did. part.
4: It's not a smart part.
1: <laughs> Only after it buys some diamonds. No, not just any diamonds. You have to buy it a king diamond. It better be blood diamond. Like, a lot of kids had to have died to get you that diamond. That's, yeah. th- that's the
0: only diamonds I will buy. Yeah, right? I prefer conflict diamonds. Are these, are these blood
1: diamonds or not?
0: Did a little kid got- have to be crippled so that my wife can wear this ring?
1: Now, what put this ring together? One child lost an arm, three children lost their legs, and one is dead. Oh, yeah. That's great. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can you give me a little diamonds.
0: more suffering for this? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I want to know that people... People oh, really suffer um, for this after ring. After these
1: particular diamonds were picked up, the mercenaries who picked them up lit the entire village on fire.
0: <laughs> That's perfect. How much more does that cost? <laughs> Anything to not talk about the movie. Yeah, I mean,
9: we are really trying. Yeah. Tits McGee never kicked me out of that bar.
1: Now, Chesty LaRue, she'd call you a cab. Well, this
9: this just got really sexist all of a sudden. I know, right? Tits. Welcome to this movie.
0: Yeah.
1: I've noticed the longer we've been doing this show, the the less the safe space gets. It gets tidier and tidier.
0: Well, I like a tight space to be sexist in. Oh,
1: boy. (laughs) Oh, no. What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) What's in the
0: box? Where the hell was I? Does anybody really care? Because we don't even know what's going on in this movie you've seen danger diabolic it was the final mst3k episode Mm-mm. oh come on oh my god really yeah. never seen it. wow we need to bring you up on your mst3k k yeah, think so Jesus christ yeah, yeah. All right, you so. don't even
9: need to see that with mst 3 mst3k whatever no it's that, a that are fucking you okay show.
0: he's been drinking he's I'm, getting in there i'm good
9: i am been drinking yeah
0: <laughs> i can tell lee i listen to your show i know how it goes <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got even more money than them who doesn't
1: actually probably never seen him in a porn because they don't have to watch it <laughs> and may or may
0: not have AIDS like Charlie Sheen <laughs> oh, God,
1: oh, whoa. Oh. God damn. Uh, that happened and, and, I know it happened yeah, <laughs> three so. different
0: porn stars he did that to Ooh. without yeah, telling them a,
1: good God Charlie Sheen
0: thing. is a monster dick though <laughs> <laughs> is a monster dick or has a monster dick
1: God I don't know but he is one I don't know about what he's packing in the pan mm.
0: so. my only other
1: my only other question is I've there never a bow tie the is there a bow tie
0: on it <laughs> chances are at one point in time, I would say yes, Lee. Yeah, probably.
1: Probably, yeah. Probably a safe bet. And
0: before we start digging <laughs> into the crimes of Charlie Sheen too deep and start getting into some alleged stuff that may or may not have happened with him and uh, Corey almost, Haim, I'm almost positive. We that need to he stop.
1: Is, I'm almost positive he's he's probably poured vodka down his pee hole to see if it works. <laughs>
0: Uh, he took a syringe.
1: Oh, did he? he he's rich. Oh. He can
0: afford a syringe. Yeah, just... I, don't
1: think, I don't think he was thinking that clearly. He doesn't plan shit out like that. He just does things.
9: <laughs> yeah, st- sticking a syringe down your pee hole takes a lot of, you know, and planning, dexterity Damn, and plan- planning. Damn it, you the
0: clip, you asshole! <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect. Lee, man, he was all over talking about syringes and pee holes, man, and you fucked it up. <laughs> I've never hated Matt more than I hate him right now. <laughs> Hey, Lee,
1: I should be your new best friend.
0: Yeah, he saved you, dude. Oh, man. I might be able to salvage some of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That guy was more into walls than our <laughs> president <prison> is.
0: <laughs> That's very topical. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> Nobody is listening to the episode at this point. They've no, given up on it just like we yeah, have. They've like left fuck these stupidly. Guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. They're like, you know, we sat through munchies for you. We've gone through a hey, lot of shit They chose it the you.
0: second time because we never yeah. gave them the first review. They yeah. chose the commentary. That was yeah. the most voted on out of all of the films. And We're then... Just to hear you, bitch.
1: And then you assholes do Transformers and it's great. And then you follow that up with this,
0: no, yeah. <laughs> that's a completely messed up timeline. Dude. Well, no, no, this is after Transformers, though. This is after the Transformers feedback, but yeah, not-
1: but but I mean, I'm just saying we did Transformers, and now we're doing this. <laughs> we had a whole. I know we had other
9: episodes.
1: Say it's right after asshole. I'm just saying. Do you remember what we did last last week? Last week, yeah, it was Zombie hol- Holocaust. Well, we went by a different name, but Doctor Butcher. Doctor Butcher. MD. No,
0: that was not last week. That was two weeks ago. It was two
1: weeks ago. Yeah, we also did Billy week? Jack. Yeah. That Billy one? Jack was We did Transformers,
0: week. Zombie Billy
1: Holocaust. Jack. I thought Billy Jack then was two Billy weeks ago. We did uh, With Zombie with Holocaust, zombie
0: Holocaust yeah. feedback. Yeah. Your brain works like the narrative of this film. Maybe you should have done the Maybe, notes. Maybe, right?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done. I've got another back of this page that I'm on right now, and then like three quarters of a third. <laughs>
1: and then we're That's out. Three quarters of a third too much.
0: <laughs> I know. What'd you write down? <laughs> Apparently a lot of bitching because I'm cutting through a lot of this. <laughs> a lot of my notes are like, what the fuck? What what the hell? What is going on? What the fuck?
9: <laughs> and, and for the record, I don't have a mother-in-law, but I do have a couple of dumb aunts. Fair enough.
0: Alright. So Lee's aunts out there while you're listening to this episode <laughs> because your dumb. favorite your favorite nephew's on here. He Apparently thinks he, thinks he thinks you dumb. <laughs> you dumb. You Hope, dumb. Those guys.
1: <laughs> Hope that $20 in a card for his birthday was fucking worth it.
9: Uh they stopped
0: sending the money years ago. Oh, no wonder he's pissed at him. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Everybody but you Come on, dance with me, dance with me Dance with me, dance
4: with me Come on, man! Dance. dance with me, dance with me Dance with me, dance with me Everybody's got something to do Everybody but you
9: yeah! He must have an incredibly long penis, blood pimple bukaki. Did he stick the needle down his pee hole? Your cum will probably taste better.